0: Hi Poofla, it's your editor Cora here, and I would like to start out tonight's episode of Potterfic Weekly by stating that we're going to play a game called Guess That Sound.
1: Scott? Hi, I'm
2: oh, there you are. I thought I'd lost you. <laughs> nope,
1: I'm just reading some of the several hundred messages I have on Skype from the last time I've been on it.
2: <laughs> I don't even read them anymore, I just go... So we went and saw Spy.
1: And oh yeah. It's quite good. What's that one about?
2: It's about a lady that's the she's in the basement of the spy place and and she she's got infrared and and like a camera in, in the the 007 guy's eye. And so she can tell him, "Okay, there's three more coming up on your right. Get them now." Or "Duck, there's one behind you." And different things like that and she gets him out of all these tight spots. And then he gets killed. And she goes undercover because she's, like, one of the only people that they don't know. All the rest oh, okay. of the big spies have been compromised. And she's and she good. she doesn't have
1: the field skills?
2: Well, she does, but she doesn't look like she would have the field skills. And,
3: oh, okay.
2: you know, she's she's kind of a bigger woman, and they don't expect her to be able to do it. Stuff like that is pretty funny. So, But it was good. It was funny and good, and we had a good time. And it was cool. So cool is good. How about you? Doing anything
3: fun? Mm,
1: I don't know. I've been watching Grace and Frankie to catch up. That's and, good. Uh, I may or may not go and be part of the parade tomorrow, depending on how long I manage to sleep in and whether I decide to go over there. <laughs> and the parade is for Canada Day, is which it is Canada tomorrow. Day tomorrow? Yeah. I figured it might yeah. be. Yeah. So I have tomorrow off work. So.
2: Oh, that's nice.
1: I email. I usually email them around the. 23rd or 4th, it was. I found Mooney! Mm hmm, I saw that. Hello! Hello!
0: Was watching a US Germany football match. I heard that there was something about that going on. Yeah! There there were, what's the, two head wounds, lots of kicking. Mm. Yeah, blood. Lots, lots of blood. I'm surprised the medics let them back in. I was like, I wouldn't!
2: Wow! Lots of excitement going on.
0: Oh yeah! I watched the last, what was it, U.S.? Who did they play last? I don't remember, but the last U.S. match I was in a pub having a pinot and fish and chips, which is exactly what I did when I was in England. That night it was the U.S. No, it wasn't U.S. Germany. Who was it? U.K., U.S. or somebody football match, like, five years ago. It was pretty funny. (laughs) And considering that I was jet-lagged, and yeah, having the pinot and the fish and chips was not a good idea. Although, I wasn't as stupid as the idiot boys who started singing the uh, uh, My Country Tis of Thee when God Save the Queen started playing.
2: No, that would be bad.
0: (laughs) I'm surprised nobody killed us.
2: Does not sound good at all. No. So Tricia says she'll be home in 20 minutes, but I (laughs) think we should start, because otherwise we'll be late. I just went out to check the water in the chicken. We've got water running in the chicken coop. Okay. And as I came around the corner, I found Four baby skunks. Oh. Yeah. Not good.
0: No sign of the parents?
2: Well, I figured it out. We we heard it. I heard a chicken dying right before I went to Ryan and Danielle's. Oh. And so I ran out there, and sure enough, there was a skunk that had gone after the chicken and had hurt her really bad. And then, so I got all these traps, and we set traps, and I caught everything but a skunk. And I'm just oh. like, dang, maybe we scared it away. Oh what I think what happened was she was very pregnant and she was after the chicken because she wanted food. Uh-huh. Where when she went down to nest to have these babies and it's been uh-huh. a couple of weeks now and now she's back out and the babies are out. So uh-huh. I saw the mama or an adult a couple of days ago and mom and I have both seen the babies now. And last night a skunk sprayed. Oh dear. Yeah. I thought for sure I'd caught one this morning because there had been the smell was wafting through the yard. Lovely. But I don't have any any caught. And then if I catch them, I have to figure out what I'm going to do with them.
0: <laughs> yeah. I panicked for a minute because I couldn't remember what time podcasting started, and I got that this confused with our usual pooval broadcast, and I was like, oh, crap.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're not that late. You're not that late. Technically, we usually started half an hour ago, but we didn't, so. Yeah, well, close enough. And we haven't actually started podcasting. We were just talking about random things.
0: Of course. Well, well, we do that when
2: we podcast. We always have to talk about the random things first. Mm-hmm.
1: The train keeps coming by my window, so that was showing up every now and then. I thought
2: the, the pump kept going off, but apparently the neighbors are doing something. I talked to them yesterday and said, Can you check your outbuildings for my cat? I think we're giving up on him. I hate to do that, but it's been three days with no water. I Thank can't you. imagine that he's alive somewhere. Yeah. And I really hope that something killed him and didn't, and he's not trapped somewhere, slowly dying.
3: Because
2: mm. that would just be terrible. It's just so hot. It's in the 90s. It's been in the 90s for a week. And it's just supposed to get hotter until the 4th of July. Mm. So I don't know that Bernie's going to be back.
3: That
1: bumps me out.
2: Because he's a good
3: yeah.
1: cat. Mm-hmm. But didn't particularly so, want to pay attention to any of us. but no. Isn't he?
2: I saw a coyote go across the field yesterday morning when I got out. Oh, dear. So we know they're out. Alex took on something on the front porch yesterday. Oh, lovely. We heard this commotion, and Mom went to the door, and Alex was puffed all out. He was huge. And something went under our porch, but we don't know what it was. Skunks and chickens and possums and squirrels, oh my.
0: (laughs) Oh, I saw this. I need to upload pictures, but there was a frog on one of the leaves in the garden, and we were staring at it. it took us a minute to figure it out, because it was, like, near identical to the shade of the leaves. Mm-hmm. Not something we've... But looked pretty big, so we're trying to figure out what it is. None of us know frogs, so, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, frogs are hard. Send a picture to... Well, I don't
0: know. <laughs> Put it up on Facebook. Anybody could...
2: They do that here all the time. Somebody... Because I, I belong to the Columbia County... Concerned Citizens of Columbia County Facebook group now, and they, somebody was at the coast, and this thing came out of the water at them, and they killed it, because oh. it was scary, and then they posted a picture of it, you know, was some kind of yeah, buggish-looking thing. And oh god,
0: was it some, like, protected species or something that they killed? I have no idea,
2: and I don't know what people <laughs> said it was, but, you know, somebody said scorpion, and it's not a scorpion, I, but, yeah, they just weird, scary creatures coming out of the woodwork. So, and I don't see it anymore, so I don't know where it went. And I'm not being a good podcaster. I'm going to be on Facebook, so that's not good either. <laughs> yeah, I know lots of things. There's a bunch of new stuff. We got to the, we were late getting to the movie. We left here with like 10 minutes till the movie started, but we figured, oh, well, there'll be lots of previews, so it'll be fine. And got to the end of our driveway, and there was a stray dog at the end of the driveway that we thought we recognized. So then we drove over to the house of the person that we thought the dog belonged to, and her dog was home. So then we drove to another house where the dog could have belonged to, and their dog was home. So then we said, oh well, we've exhausted the two people we know about. And we went to the movie, and we were almost 15 minutes late. To get in there, yes. and we said, "Has it started yet?" And she said, "No, it's still in previews." And we sat down just to get the Magic Mike preview, and then the movie started, <laughs> so it worked out.
0: Previews last that long, apparently. Well, they wow. do.
2: They do. You know, commercials and crud in front of. Oh, them now. that's
0: true. That's true.
2: So, but I think they do several. I was shocked to get Magic Mike with Spy. I didn't think that Magic Mike and Spy would run along the same lines, but I guess they do.
0: Let's start this thing. Shall we? Alright.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: For Friday, February 5th, here's episode 227 of Potterfic Weekly, the podcast where the crazy train never stops.
1: Previously, on Partific Weekly...
2: Nerdy, awesome, fun. Nerdy, awesome, fun. That's
0: us, man.
1: There's something going on. I'm
0: not Microsoft.
1: <laughs> I wasn't snoring, was I? <laughs> How about Sherbert 11 lemon?
0: If I start snoring, let me know.
1: We're Never mind. Totally I'm not going there. I'm not I'm going, going there. there. Oh, we're just having adventures.
2: <laughs> yep. We're adventures. Adventures are good. Good girl. I'll talk trousers trousers. with ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh
1: were Evil.
2: I'm like okay,
1: going <laughs> 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 Oh,
2: shit. <laughs> I a snort. Oh, I snorted
0: so much yesterday, it was unreal.
1: <laughs> same Snape time, same Snape channel.
2: It's all snake. Can we find Tricia? Wow, wow,
0: wow! please. I'm so <laughs> confused. I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Oh my It's so funny. Uh, yes, guys.
1: They're please. there to talk about the sector. They're gonna worry about homework oh.
4: later. Cute. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I read
1: them for the stories. <laughs> Sex and snore gags. Awkward. I'm
2: so good at nightmares. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll always laugh before the end. I heart of think we play? Where the story never ends. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, Everybody, the original podcast in the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm Scott. I'm Sue,
0: and I'm Mooney.
2: and
1: Trisha may be joining us in a little bit. We'll see what happens. She's out of town, but apparently does have Skype on her phone, so that could happen, and we'll see what comes up. But today we are starting the first of several podcasts on A Keen Observer by Deep Down Slytherin which is a basically Marauder's Era fic Mm -hmm. from the point of view of Andromeda, which I have not seen before, which is quite interesting. It's kind of fun. I -hmm. thought I had read parts of it before when it first got recommended on the forum, but then when I was reading it over for the first eight chapters for tonight's podcast, I realized I hadn't really seen much of it, so I'm glad I actually took the time to do that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good to read. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. But it is a lot of fun. It's, you get the impression that it's going to be slightly depressing when Bella goes further off the rails, but for the moment, that hasn't quite happened. And it's interesting seeing Andromeda's perspective of how everything is because, you know, she's raised with the pure blood values and just assumes that her parents are right about things, but she's also a little bit more discerning and curious than her sisters, perhaps, and just She's getting kind of rocked off her original thought patterns a bit as we go on here. So
0: Joe needs to fill us in on this. Like, Joe needs to write a book about Sirius and Andy, and, and, and was it Uncle Alfred that gave Sirius the money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor
2: Uncle Alfred. It, it's a neat concept. I I love the whole idea of this, that it's from Andy's point of view. And it's really mm-hmm. fun as we start this out, because what we see are three sisters. And we see three sisters that are the best friends mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. They spend all their time together. They love each other. They sleep together like little puppies in a in a pile. And then as we go along, we yeah. start to see what happens to make each of them into the adult that they
0: all become. I just yeah. can't imagine Bellatrix as a little girl. I'm sorry, but I'm having such a hard time.
1: hmm You're used to thinking of her the way we find her in canon, but obviously she had to be the little girl at one point. Yeah. yeah. She's,
0: she's not a Miss Trunchbull, huh? No.
1: no. She did not spring fully formed from Walberga's head or whatever. <laughs> I guess Walberga wouldn't be her mother. he's her aunt. I'm not sure who there... D- Parents uh, are in the Drue- Druella tree. Druella
0: Rosier and Cygnus Black.
1: Right, that's right.
0: You scare me, Mooney. <laughs>
1: She's I can researched do her Slytherins.
0: The- well, that and I can do about the same with my own family tree. So this one's far less complicated. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's cool. So we start off that, and we start off with her looking back on her early childhood, and you know things were golden and magical before the world changed and everything kind of changed and. I love that they used to, you know, be these three girls, and they ran wild in the gardens and the grounds and escaped from their tutors and the house elves and, you know, played imaginary games and things like that. And I love that they're smart enough and and conniving enough to actually escape from house elves, because
0: you would think that would be pretty hard to do. True. But on the other hand, if, you know, the children of the house tell a house elf to stay put, I don't think they have much of a choice but to obey.
2: Yeah, but if their parents have said you need to watch them... And That's true. So,
1: you know, mm-hmm. I would say the parents... There's probably a scale have that. of how much power the family That's has true. over them. Mm-hmm.
0: So let me th- let me get this straight. The chronology's right, and Bellatrix is born in 51, although the chronology's slightly off, at, you know, in this fic. Voldemort wouldn't be coming into power until... The early seventies, so late sixties, so like.
2: So she's born,
0: right in fifty one. So ju- just getting So she the would be going
2: to school in sixty two.
0: Two, yeah, thereabouts. So and now she quite... probably
2: doesn't get too much into. I mean, I don't think he starts getting into power until she's he's in her maybe fifth year.
0: Yeah, but I suppose so, from this fic, and probably you know, in general, things are sort of starting to get a little, mm-hmm.
1: you know. Yeah, There's some mentions of it already as she's right. going into her first and second. Like, they, there's a moment in one of these early chapters where they eavesdrop at a door
3: oh, that's and somebody's right.
1: saying something about a riddle and they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But they're talking mm-hmm. about Tom Riddle. Of course. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then later on, the Knights of Purges come up also in a half-overheard conversation that doesn't have any context, so we I'm don't really know what's going on because Andy doesn't know what's going on. Right,
0: True, but I'm surprised the mention of the Knights of is what didn't get somebody to go, what does Aunt Walpurg have to do with
1: anything? <laughs> well, never know.
2: So, and their parents are pretty much, you know, non-existent. Dad's always, in, excuse me, father is always in London. And Mother rarely sees them because, you know, children are to be seen and not heard, and that's it's so better disgusting. just to
1: not
3: see them.
2: But they're okay, because they have their cousins to play with, and children of some of their parents' friends, and mm-hmm.
1: they always and they have They all other. balance each other out. They're always together. Mm-hmm. And that's what starts causing the problems, at least for Andy, is that they're a year apart, so Bellatrix goes off to Hogwarts, and then... There's just the two of them, and this is weird. (laughs) It's just not the way that things are supposed to be. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And she says, if I think about it, I can pinpoint the moment it started, the moment the cracks between us began, those cracks that would widen into an abyss. For me, it was my first arithmancy class when an overly confident, brown-eyed, muggle-born boy actually dared to talk back to a black girl. For Narcissa, it was the moment that a golden boy with an utterly confident face smiled at her with a strange flash of knowledge in his gray eyes. And for Bellatrix, it was when a handsome man with indescribably cold face looked into her defiant eyes and drew a long white finger down her cheek. With a soft murmur of, what an enchanting child, that sounded more like a threat than a compliment.
3: Oh god. Scary. Oh god.
1: And we've only witnessed two of those scenes so far mm-hmm. as we read through this. Yeah. And we...
0: And this can get cut if we need to, which it probably will, but doesn't Voldy see them at a Christmas party? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. Okay. I don't <laughs> remember is just that,
3: but possibly... creepy
0: in and of itself, but... Well, isn't the Christmas party the one where they're listening at the door? No.
1: They don't not celebrate this Christmas, Christmas party. It's a well, thing. Well,
0: solstice Whatever. Oh, that's right.
3: Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, whatever it seems it is. weird to me, but it like, goes in this universe.
2: So, Bella goes off to school and Narcissa and Andy are home and they live for her letters and she her letters are very it's it's very interesting. I like this. It says her letters were an insight into her mind, full of jumbled half finished thoughts and passionate opinions, embellished throughout with exclamation points and underlining. So
1: Yes. I'm picturing some so of these letters heart? you see in like the Jane Austen books and things. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh jeez.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, I I was looking for some stories for Spellcast. Yeah. And there was one from one of the authors that we've previously listened to, and it was it's called A Tea Party. And basically, okay. it's after Sirius Black escapes. It's this tea party where all of the people in Azkaban get together to discuss what happened. <laughs> but that's, it's, that's amazing! Well, yeah, but mm-hmm. it's done like a play, and listening I've to read it that one. on the text reader is so hard. And the Dementors, who are pink... What?
1: Yes. The Dementors are other, flaming. They, are, yes. they like to bake and uh, various other things. Yeah, yeah,
2: I I didn't actually get through it. I I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Because it's like Death Eater 1, Death Eater 2, or not Death Eater, but, you know, yeah,
3: de- whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh Rabastan and Rodolphus get nicknames cuz they don't want to call each other that anymore or something. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but yeah, yeah it's then, it's very much a crackfic. It, it's
2: very oh. much a crackfic, but And I think maybe reading it would be easier than listening to it. But listening to it, I was so confused, and I was just finally like, "I have
1: to stop." It would probably make a fair something like Masterfic if Mm -hmm. someone actually read it out properly, following the stage directions and things, and didn't didn't read the the names and stuff the way that text readers will do. Ah,
0: So it is Uh, written like a play. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. it's written as literally like a okay.
1: Yeah, I've. I've read that one, and it is probably easier to actually look at and read that way. Mm-hmm, I'm I sure. I imagine the text reader would do some weird things oh, with that. Man, it was crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's Twisted B- Biscuits, I believe.
0: Oh, okay, sure.
1: Yeah, she has a lot of fun one shots. So
2: then it's summer. Bella comes back and makes their life complete. But
0: You complete me. Yeah.
2: They don't think she's changed too much, except for every once in a while she has a superior attitude.
1: Well, She knows about how things are at Hogwarts. So.
2: In the first night, she sneaks into bed with them and jumps on the bed. And Narcissus
1: mm. is like, I don't know what I'm
2: going to do when you guys leave. I'm going to die. Simply die.
1: It would be tough for the two of them. It says later, I think in this chapter or the next, Andromeda realizes she probably had it easiest because at least she had one of her sisters with her both places.
3: Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whereas she, Bella had yeah. to go off to Hogwarts alone and Narcissa gets left at home alone.
2: Which I am sure would be tough.
1: Yes. Probably, it's it's probably best that she is the one left alone with her parents because she's already the one they tolerate the most.
0: Yeah, they like best. her best.
1: but. Yeah, tough.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing probably Bella went off first. Could you imagine? Yeah, that
1: would be bad. Bella going cabin fever? Yeah,
2: no. <laughs> so we're adding Trisha to
1: the call. Hello.
2: Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello.
1: <laughs> you made it.
2: Yay. Yay.
0: Whoa, whoa, there are two of you. Are, yeah, There's are... three of us. I'm so confused. What are you doing, Trisha? I am putting my ice bag away, ah, and I'm, oh. I'm going to go down and get a coke. Okay. I was, lift, I was lifting, and I didn't realize what time it was. And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm not using all my data. I'll wait till I get home."
2: Yeah, no, that's me. fine, just <laughs> fine. So I thought you were going to be away today.
0: Well, I'm not really home.
2: Okay, you're where home. you were going. You were at. Okay, that works. Yeah. You called it home, so I thought maybe something had happened.
0: No, no, but then then I found out my internet. I'm having another fun with that, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) with my cable provider. So I'm not real happy, and I'm not thinking I'm renewing it because I'm moving anyhow. So I'm going to try to find other means when I move to the other place. So so I'm like, (laughs) worth it. Trisha. So I'm not renewing (laughs) it. Okay,
2: that's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun, I can tell.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it won't be, but it's only me, so.
3: All right.
2: Well, we started. We're just barely into Chapter 1, where Andy is on her way to King's Cross Station. Mother would never actually go through Muggle Note London, so they've keyed in.
0: Can you okay. do that?
2: I have no idea.
0: I would think you could, or, so, or at least side Operation, Operation or whatever. Because somehow people mm-hmm. don't seem to do that, you know, P- Harry doesn't notice the first train ride to Hogwarts, oh my god, there are people appearing out of thin air.
2: Well, they have to have some special place where they can land, because otherwise, yeah, the muggles would know.
1: I mean, yeah. it's bad well, enough that people are If you were just on the main platform, you could run into anybody at any time, because they're yeah. uh, moving around, so. They no, probably I mean, like, have, like, landing into, pads.
0: Can you go directly, like, can you operate directly onto platform I nine and three quarters? They might have, they have a
3: designated area.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, otherwise you'd, like, land on top of somebody, I suppose. Yeah.
1: And Harry probably yeah. wouldn't have noticed that. And no. the Weasleys wouldn't be operating because they have too many kids, and they probably don't take port keys because maybe there's a fee for that or something. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Mr. Weasley just wants to gawk at the muggles.
0: Yeah, then again, well, Harry doesn't notice that. anything, so you know. Yeah, there's that. No, yeah. I mean Harry doesn't know people—people are boys or girls until like almost chapter seven. I mean, book seven, practically. You mean Blaze is a? Could oh. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? Yeah,
1: I was reading another fic today that I might actually recommend for another season. Cool.
3: Yeah.
1: But um, it's called Dudley's Dilemma. It's kind of the flip side of the Chloe one we just read. Oh, okay. oh, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've
3: read Dudley's this.
1: actually a nice guy, and but anyway, the author was having notes at some point about, does anybody know whether Dominique Weasley is a boy or a girl? I think he must be a boy, but <laughs> and then the next chapter is like, okay, apparently I don't understand French. Dominique is a girl. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, speaking of Blaze being a boy or a girl, can we just have him be transgender? There
2: you go. That works. Uh mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Blaze.
0: Uh oh. Alex. I think, Bla- think Blaze is an awesome like
2: dog name.
0: Mm. <laughs> Poor Blaze.
2: My when I was a kid, the neighbor had a horse
1: named
0: Blaze, but I think that's
1: probably a mm-hmm. pretty probably common... spelled just the the regular way.
0: Mm. As opposed to what? Well, Blaze L a z e. Is... Yeah, that's yeah. how you spell the horse one. Oh it is? Okay. Yeah. That's... Like okay. Silver
1: Blaze as in the oh, Oh oh, little... oh, oh, oh thing on their forehead.
0: Mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles, yeah. kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Blazing Saddles is my son's favorite movie.
1: I still haven't seen that one.
2: I can't yeah. understand. So, I know you guys will be shocked to know that Alex has joined us. Alex, <laughs> go find your brother! Hold on. Say hi. Say
0: hi, Christian. Hi, Christian! <laughs> it's Sue. I'm podcasting. You just got on the podcast. <laughs> Possibly, depending like, on how the edit goes. L- he's just looking at me like, Okay. He's walking away. <laughs> he's a smart man. hmm He is, he is. Run far, far away. <laughs> yeah, he just he's like, like yeah, he gave his <laughs> under to me the other day. He goes, like, You guys haven't been podcasting a lot lately. He goes, You need to keep doing that because it it keeps you centered. <laughs> I'm like, Oh
2: <laughs> okay <laughs> Well, I'm glad to know we keep you centered. Yay. <laughs> like,
0: we're good for something.
1: <laughs> We're an outlet for all the craziness.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: That's good to do. <laughs> so. Oh. so Andromeda's got to the plan- platform, and her father's giving her the speech about upholding the long and noble history of the blacks. Mm, yeah. and blah, then, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they're met by Mr. Abraxas Malfoy.
0: Okay, quick question. Is Do we know exactly what house that she is in canon? No, but judging by know. Sirius's comments that all my family's been in Slytherin, both in OP and DH, I don't see why Andy wouldn't be in Slytherin. Like if Andy had been in a different house, I'm sure he would have mentioned it, and somebody would have made. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. If she, if she is a black, yeah, I might be. I think you are right. Do we know? I've seen fix where she's a Ravenclaw, Ted?
1: but this I don't is think Ted was a reason. Slytherin.
0: I, I think. I want to say Ted was a puff, mostly because Tonks was a puff, but that's just speculation.
1: Yeah. I've seen the fix of that, where that's happened too, but I don't know if we ever actually saw from an original source which house he was from.
0: No, I didn't even know if um, if Harry even had anything like that. I'm looking, I'm looking right now. Nope, there she goes. (laughs) This is why we have Sue. Maybe. Yeah. If it will actually open for me. Open, open. But then, Pettigrew, according to the latest update on Pottermore, was either going to be a Slytherin or a Gryffindor. And the hat, like, couldn't decide and eventually put him in Gryffindor. Uh-huh. And, and, he
3: was and a just, hat like, stall.
0: He was a hat stall. but I'm kind of like, I'm kind of glad that he was a Gryffindor, because okay. then that gets rid of the evil Slytherin stereotype. But I'm kind of like, why does it have to be Slytherin? Like, why does... Eh.
2: She was sorted mm-hmm. into Slytherin house. Yeah. And this says that she. And it int- doesn't
1: mention for Ted.
2: It doesn't, yeah. Not that I see.
1: Just that apparently his name is Edward, and so is Teddy's. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Alex, I, s- I still very- say Ted Tonks was Ted the Weatherman in Philosopher's Stone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have read that Do
0: They ever say what they do as Living Wise? What do you mean?
1: I don't believe it does, no. Because I you
0: don't, know, I mean, I've always seen Andromeda as a healer. It's always been healing, healer healer for right. her. Him, he's been all, at least Ted was all over the place. I mean, <laughs> one of my favorite ones, well, one of my favorite fix was the shifts. They have Ted. He's kind of like a seer or something. What?
1: <laughs> mm hmm. I remember that.
0: You remember? <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm oh, a good guesser. <laughs> But he worked, like, he was more like a counselor, more than he was anything else. It was kind of funny. Yeah,
2: I kind of remember that. I'm reading while we do this, trying to see, but it does not say, this says Hufflepuff, but that was Nymphedora, not
0: Ted. I'm under the impression that Andromeda waited at least until she was of age to run off, so she had her inheritance, so she she didn't necessarily have to work, but that just made well, yeah. the thing is, they probably dis- disowned her, too. Right? Well, yeah, they did Right, right, but once the money's hers, I don't think the goblins gave a damn about taking it out of her vault. Because if Sirius, a criminal, who's an Azkaban, on the run, can access his friggin' vault, then I'm sure Andromeda, who's only been disowned, has access to money. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It doesn't really say what either of them do, and it doesn't say where Ted was sorted. They just sort of assume that they... The two of them would have met at school, because they were married shortly after that.
2: So this says that magical abilities and skills. She had healing magic after the Battle of the Seven Potters. I love that, the Battle of the Seven Potters. Perry and Hagrid took refuge at their house, where she healed Hagrid's injuries. Given Hagrid's half-giant nature and natural magic resistance...
1: So that's where people are getting the idea that she's a healer.
2: Yeah, yeah. this does imply that she was a talented healer, and
1: then... You know she's much better at the packing spell than Mm -hmm. Kong's is. Yeah, she's
0: good at that.
2: (laughs) So, there's a lot of stuff here. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Anyhow, let's get back to the fic, sorry. That's (laughs) fine. That was a
2: useful
3: digression.
0: Okay, so you know,
2: what I just heard?
0: Blah, blah, blah,
2: blah, 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 blah.
0: Well, huh, we were off course, but not totally off course. No, because we were, we were researching in the Harry Potter realm. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. in the Harry Potter realm.
1: So and- Lucius is being introduced to Narcissa and Andromeda.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a little bit older than I think he should be. but well, whatever. Yeah, and
2: I, to my thinking, his father's here checking out Andy to see if she's she would be a good potential bride. But I don't know. know why
0: he and Bellatrix haven't, or his Bellatrix already been spoken for and I missed it.
2: No, but I think that that he would have, I, I think he would be afraid of Bella, you oh, know,
1: subconsciously. aware that Bellatrix is the crazy one. one, mm-hmm. yeah. and they don't want that for the Malfoys. Oh, no. So. No, that's,
0: no, they're crazy enough as it is. Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: And this pretty much says that once... He sees Narcissa, it's all over for him. At least in this story. Mhm.
1: Definitely for her anyway. It's he's 5th year as Andromeda's beginning her first. Mm-hmm. So he's a 6th year, he's 16 at when Narcissa is 11.
3: So, squick.
1: You know, I, I guess can't. when mm. once you get to thirty one and thirty six, it's much less of a difference.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, big difference. Yeah. So we have when you get when you get our fifteen years, that's a little yeah, that's a little, that's a little too much. <laughs> but I can't say anything. My brother, my brother and sister are fourteen years difference, and they're making it fine. <laughs> that's good.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's uh, Annabelle Malfoy, Apparently, is also beginning her first year. I don't think we knew she existed.
2: I don't think this is a Malfoy. This is.
1: Oh, yes. It's uh, Annabelle Wilkes. Sorry. Yes. Oh, well.
2: And Bella sort of takes her under her wing and Sirius. I love that. She grabs him by the collar and drags him onto the train because otherwise he'll miss it because he's so busy looking around at things. Yeah. And she introduces her to the, you know, cool people.
0: Now I'm imagining the scene that we get from Canon, him like giving them the slip and watering off and finding James and being like... Well,
2: he mm-hmm. comes in and he, he says, you know, everybody else is boring.
0: That's true. So
2: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: so in this one, apparently he doesn't get to know James until after they're sorted. And he's he's not already a rebel. He's quite shocked to become a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. But-
0: Joe needs to illuminate us on this as well. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her on Twitter. Apparently she pays attention to that. Apparently she does.
1: She probably gets thousands of tweets every day, so she can't pay attention to all of them.
2: No. I know, the MuggleNet people try really, really hard to get her to tweet back at them, but so far she hasn't done it. I think she knows how much they want her to do it, so she's like, sorry.
0: On a totally different note, uh, U.S. just scored on a penalty kick.
2: Okay, so what's the score?
0: 1-0. Ah, alright. I won't tell you, I already know the answer to the whole thing. Okay, well, keep Are it. we talking about the girls' soccer team? Yeah, how do you know? I don't know, I just, know it, it was done over here. I'm in, I'm in future land, apparently. <laughs> I'm confused.
2: That's right, you're three hours ahead, so... You would know probably the end of it. Where are you, Mooney?
0: I'm central time. So there, she's a couple hours ahead of you, or just an hour? Sure. No, she's one. Are you eastern? So you're one, right? Yeah, I'm eastern. Okay. Oh. So I forgot about that. Trisha okay, is I... from the future. Wow. I was from
2: the future for a week, but then I had to come back. So now I'm from it's the past your... again. <laughs> you're back from the future. I'm back not from it. the future. Oh, yes. <laughs> um,
1: yes. Did they have hoverboards while you were there?
2: No, but I saw one the other day. I saw one mm-hmm. on the
0: news the other day.
2: Yeah, yeah, like Nissan or somebody made it. I can't remember. Yeah, some car company. It was very, very weird.
0: How do you not fall off a hoverboard?
2: Oh, I don't,
1: I don't know. That's I the don't even know why how to... I would not want to try one. I, I'm not good on regular skateboards, so
2: yeah. I I think that I would have trouble on a skateboard now. So yeah, not so good.
1: Although I guess if they make the hoverboard like skis and you put the boots on and you're attached to the hoverboard, then you don't have to worry about, you know, falling down in the snow because you just tell the hoverboard where to go. But when you have I to get know. off
0: of it, that would be hard. Well, I would hope you would like be able to stop the thing, and, like unlace your boots and hop off the thing.
2: Yeah. No, because I would stop the thing and then bend over to unlace the boots and fall flat on my face.
0: Oh, that, that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I too. guess that. So. Hopefully it would have better uh, gyroscope than that or something, but I don't know how it well,
0: would... I assuming it would, like, land on the ground when it stops, so you're not, like, in the air trying to take off your boots. Mm, I would hope true, so.
2: But still, I'd fall on my face.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: of course. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Trisha. <laughs> so, she gets to... Well, first of all, the the view of Hogwarts is just amazing, which I think it really would be.
3: And even
2: Rabastin Lestrange, who's been saying, you know, he knows everything, gasps and stares and open mouth wonder as they come around to see the
0: castle. So that's cool, especially like at twilight at night and it's all mm. lit up and yeah. everything. And you're going underneath. Into, I mean, you're, go- mm-hmm. yeah. It'd just be awesome as a first year. Oh wow. yeah, in,
2: in the boats, it would be really cool.
0: Yeah, it'd just be cool.
2: And then we have Hat. You know me. I love Hat. Another black, eh? I know what you expect, but I've learned never to jump to conclusions. You've got a good mind and respect knowledge for the journey, not just as a means to an end. You do well in Claw and she panics. I must be in Slytherin. I must be in Slytherin. Slytherin, Al. Well, you're ambitious in your own way, but are those? but there are those you wouldn't betray for your own ends. But there's... See, I can, I know the word, but I can't say it, because I'm looking at Settlety. the Subtlety. Subtlety there. And pride, yes, well, if you're sure, better be Slytherin! Mm-hmm. She hides her sigh of relief, because her father would disown her if she wasn't Slytherin.
0: Well, I think you gotta think. I mean, it's Slytherin, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, I mean, they have that kind of edge where, I mean, where, you know, Slytherin, I mean... Ravenclaws, they they want knowledge. That's like the main main thing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the same thing is ambi- ambition can be knowledge, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so they, they kind of interact. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, they kind of go hand in hand together a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I've seen that on that. things
1: like the Ravenclaws and Slytherins are the brainy ones, and the um, Gryffindors and the Hufflepuffs are the heart focused ones, kind of.
3: Mhm. Yeah,
1: like those are their priorities. Not to say that Hufflepuffs and Gryffindors can't also be brainy, but So she heads up to her room
2: and she goes to bed. She just knows that things are great because she's at Hogwarts.
0: And it's oh, gonna yeah. be brilliant. poor serious. I mean, he gets gets pushed into Gryffindor and it, and it's like a, everything's like a, you know, that <gasps> What is
1: this? This like, is wrong. I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So we we start
2: in the morning and yeah, she's following her sis Bella through the hallways and she's like, Where are we going? What about breakfast? What's going on? She's like, waiting. For what? And here comes Sirius through the you know, Gryffindor and uh, I am assuming through the fat lady and she grabs him and is like, What the hell happened? And he's like, It's not my fault, not my fault. And I told it I should be in Slytherin and it argued and it wouldn't listen. She's like, you know what? People that are in Gryffindor—they're blood traitors and mudbloods and Muggle lovers. Is that what you want to be? And she's kind of scaring Andromeda because she—you know—Andromeda's she, never seen her like this. She's kind of scary looking.
0: Well, yeah. I'm surprised his parents didn't freak out. Well, I'm sure they probably will.
1: It's only the next day. They haven't got oh, the that, letter that's yet. Tr-
0: oh, that's mm-hmm. true. I wonder how they get, how the parents do find out. I mean, you never find out like through through Harry if. You- his if his aunt and uncle got a letter goes, Congratulations, you got a Gryffindor
2: Yeah. I think I most that. of the kids just, you know, howl right their parents. Yeah.
0: Dear mom and dad. Hello mother. Hello, Hello father. father. Yeah, pretty much. That I, I put that in my thick actually at some point. I mean, yeah. That's a letter I'm waiting for from all records, um out of the way at can camp for two weeks, so I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for a letter going, hello, mother. I'm doing fine. Mother, yeah. father kind of disregarded this letter.
3: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm picturing the twins sending home an owl with like a red and gold springy snake in it or something. Oh, boy. Thing, we you are. open the envelope and psh,
2: oh, look,
1: there you go. The, okay. Shoot out <laughs> we yep. just
2: red and gold confetti that explodes when you open it and showers them. Yeah, mm. that's that's a good good thought. Or a lion like that. that roars,
0: or a howler.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how much charms work. They've figured out by then, so they'd have to do something They're small for but... Jenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh.
2: So yeah. she finally sort of forgives him and says, "Well, at least it's not a, you're not an Hufflepuff." And he's like, "I oh, guess."
1: Yeah, because Andromeda is trying been trying to calm her down and like eh, people will hear you shouting so, yeah yeah
0: oh yeah this is the beginning of the insanity this starts the insanity of Bella oh yeah
1: yeah yeah and she doesn't you know really andromeda doesn't get it why, why it it's such a big deal I mean yes it's a shock but yeah it's <laughs> two Do, you
0: think... is it... Do you ever think that maybe Bella's like was a bit like schizophrenic or something like that maybe. She like, had to have been. She hadn't. And she's a psychopath too
2: but yeah, there, yeah. there's got to be something else in there that you know really kind of feeds this.
0: Mm-hmm. I um, mean um, who knows there's like they said there's a lot of inbreeding going on in that. <laughs> in that too, but I mean, but it, it's not just that look at Snape I mean he was Semi decent when he was a kid, and you know, it was being with the likes of Wilkes and, and, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, Malfoy and and Malfoy and whatever that just brought out the worst parts of him.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. but I think Snape had He's had a love for the dark out- arts before he ever
0: got to Hogwarts. I assume Bella did too. Yeah, that's true.
3: This is really interesting. I
0: think, I mean, Snape also, I mean, Snape had had an. Had an abuse of childhood, mm-hmm. in right. so, some kind of form or way. In the dark arts was probably one of those ways of him just to get to get out where he could see. Sounds awful to say, but he's like, well you know what? I can control people. I can make them hurt. Make them feel what I feel. Mm-hmm. And it st- I mean, it was. Oh God, it. he sounds like Tom little yeah, and in some many ways, yeah, that's that's what, I mean, you got to think of a lot serial killers and all those other stuff. Oh my god, I'm making Snape be a serial mm-hmm. killer and I love them. <sighs> I don't know, I'm so <laughs> yeah. weird. This is <laughs> what it's makes
1: not- Harry remarkable, is not that he's so particularly right. powerful or a great student or whatever, but that he's gone through so many things and still come out a basically nice kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he has the compassion to love. And you know what, it's probably the, the help that it, his dad went outside the gene pool. That's probably
1: a good thing, too, yeah. <laughs> that's part of it, yeah. And that's part of why Tom is as powerful as he is, as far as we can tell, is that he's got that influx of muggle blood that he doesn't tell anybody about.
0: Yeah. They must have figured it out, because there are no wizarding riddles.
1: He doesn't tell anybody he's Tom Riddle.
0: No, in the no. beginning, when he was a kid.
1: Well, yeah. That's
0: yeah, true, and some of them had to know, you know, the yeah, ones that, uh, that went off. to school with him. Oh my god! But didn't didn't Malfoy go to school with him? Yeah, Malfoy went to school mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, well, so. yeah. Mal- Malfoy, Grandpa Malfoy.
1: Yeah, probably Abraxas did. Mm, so let's see, this is the seventies.
0: Lestr- the went to
1: he went and he was Avery. In the 40s, so
0: Avery, went when, to when 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 did when did um Voldemort go to school? He was born in 1928, so... Is Hagrid that old? Because Hagrid went to school. Yes. Hagrid is two years younger than... No. Four years younger than Tom. Minerva is about two on either side. We're not quite sure. I think she's two years younger than Tom, or something like that. Tom was born New Year's Eve of 1926 or eight. Something there-ish. So he would yeah, have been. Went, I can't do the math. His, thirty? He was
1: fifteen in
0: s- nineteen forty-five. Yeah, thirty-seven. Okay. Huh. I don't know. I do uh, Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think Hepburn was that old. I always found him younger than Minerva. Ah. I mean, way He ages than...
1: well because he's half giant. That's
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> true. He's yeah, it's, a,
1: it's It's, a it's
0: all. It's all that whiskey drinks and Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he's well <laughs> preserved.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: exactly. That's why the parody of the whole thing has him with the giant glasses and his beard is completely gray and he's also a dwarf. <laughs>
3: what? Huh?
1: <laughs> the Harry Potter and I think it's the Harry Potter and the Chamberpot of Azerbaijan.
0: <sighs> the first
1: time that Don French appeared in Harry Potter before she became the fat lady.
0: Okay then. Also, i never asked how you like
2: Jeremy Harry Potter? Irons is <laughs> oh, Jeremy Irons' Snape. Ah, Jeremy Irons' Snape. Very nice. I loved it. I had a great time. So I want to ask you, because you saw it, and I haven't, my friends went to see it Sunday, and then I never heard from them. Did they crack each other up on stage?
0: Constantly. That was the best part the whole time.
2: They cracked each other up on stage, so I I wonder how much of it is actually true, and, but they, I mean, they did things like, you know, the glass, when he throws the glass of water in his face, Mm -hmm. was fuller than it had been, like, the night before, and
0: Wait, he did the same thing
2: with mine, too. Oh, see, so it's all, it's all staged, even the cracking themselves up. Did he hurt himself? Did he hit his hand? I'm sure that one was real. One of them ran into the prop and just smacked his hand really hard. And he was like, oh. And on ours, the kids that, when we had the um, live Quidditch game, Mm -hmm. the kids were really into it. Like, this one kid, he was like, did you see the snitch? And the kid's like, yeah, I saw it. And he's like, where did you see it? Because the snitch hasn't come out yet. You know, the kid's making things up. And he's like, oh, and he's like looking around the stage. And the guys are like, come on, guys. This is, a, you know, a 70-minute show. We got to get this going. They literally tackled the snitch to the floor.
0: They jumped they were spo- him. They were, spo- they were supposed to tackle him. And they met my, my kids were a bunch of losers. They didn't ask me to get up there because they were afraid because I had a map on.
2: Yeah. So they, I mean, they took him down really hard. And we're having a hot spell. So at one point there's chocolate cake. They turn off all the lights and, and when they come yeah,
0: back. Yeah. So, yeah. They the same thing with ours too. Okay. Yeah, he but, had chocolate cake all over his face.
2: Right. But it was, it was meltier than they expected because it was so hot and it was all over his face. He was like, Oh wow. That's worse than we thought. Who knew Portland was going to be so warm? And then as they were walking out, they're like, I told you we should have gone to voodoo donuts. So that was totally a Portland thing, but it was really fun, and and the four of us that went had a great time.
0: So. Yeah, we 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 ha- we we had a, we had an awesome time. They cracked a joke about uh, some. It was at the time it was something going on over in Britain, and <laughs> no one got the joke, and they just looked at each other. for doesn't watch the British television? Yeah, <laughs> no, Did... or fall fo- follow British politics. <laughs> we had to look it up. And we're like, oh, I still don't get it. <laughs> And
2: the, uh, when they went to do the third book, they couldn't find the third book, so they were doing Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and the one guy reading it, he's got this horrified look on his face, and he's like, I don't think we should talk about this one. This one's really scary. Stop
1: you talking. Stop talking <laughs> now. So, but yeah, it was... <laughs> oh, it was boy. They, I wonder they if they come, come together. To...
0: Oh, my God, speaking of Fifty Shades of Grey. So... I was at the library checking out, you know, because my parents get books and I just kind of check it out for them. And one of the DVDs Dad checked out on his account with Fifty Shades of Grey. And I'm like, Dad, do you realize what this is? And he's like, well, not really. I'm like, oh, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to watch this.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, you should have oh, let boy. him just to oh, see God. his face. <laughs> Yeah. I would have be been blushing s- so hard
2: So would
0: he <laughs> Yeah, probably Oh, too funny I was just like, we're gonna pretend this conversation never happened <laughs> You returned the book, Dad, I'm not <laughs>
2: It wasn't the book, it was a DVD It was, it the, was the DVD oh. <laughs> That's even worked well Oh, dear I was like, you missed it, Tricia Mom and I went to the movies tonight, and we were late because there was a stray dog on the road, and we were trying to figure out who it belonged to, mm-hmm. so we got there just in time to sit down to get the preview for Magic Mike. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're going to go see that. My girlfriend and I are going to go see that one. Yep. Or, when he comes, or, when he comes back, we're going to go see the Minions. Bananas! Bananas! Yeah, my That'd boss will like see that. She
1: Bubble. loves
0: the
3: Minions. Bubble.
0: Bubble.
1: Personally, I like the uh, Jimmy Fallon version of Magic Mike. Oh, I don't
2: know that
1: I've seen that. I'll have to look he, that he up. He did one of his segments that he started doing. I think this is the second one, or at least the second that I've heard existed, is um, he'll get, like, first graders or younger, he'll give them the title of a show oh, and yes, make yes, them write a script. Yeah, so just, uh, he had Channing Tatum on, and they did a bunch of different scenes that these... Five and six-year-olds had written with the title "Magic Mike." Magic
3: Mike. <laughs> and so there was, it was Magic
1: Mike who pumped up a kid's bicycle tire, and uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> one was an alien. The alien one was the kid from Mom um, Greensburg, which is near Pittsburgh, and so everybody in Pittsburgh was going crazy because she got her thing. Got I think she did the alien one. Imagine. like it was. <laughs> it was so cute. I mean, Fallon Fal- Fal- and and Tatum, they were just cracking up, and they were doing a really good job with everything. It was actually, it was actually pretty funny. I bet.
3: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Fun stuff all around. But back on the fic,
2: where poor, oh, yeah. poor Andy is in. Well, let's see. She's not poor. She's. Studying. She could have been a Ravenclaw because she's like studying. She's top of her class, or close to top
1: of her class. She's glad to be with her sister still. Apparently Bella is now calling Sirius the Gryffindor. Yes. But other than that, they're getting on fairly well.
2: Professor, is it Temmer? It's like Tremor. Something like that, yeah. All the slightest sounds and stuff. Used to be a curse breaker until he got caught on the wrong side of a sphinx.
1: Scary. Scary, those sphinxes. Mm-hmm. So they have Defense Against the Dark Arts with the Ravenclaws, and, and they gets stuck sitting next to the, a Ravenclaw boy because everybody else has taken spaces around. Mm-hmm.
0: They're like odds awesome and even, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: So the two of them end up together, and Professor reads through the names, and then he tells them he wants to see their wands, and as the Edward Tonks is trying to find his wand, he you know, shoots a spell at him. I thought it was, I, I like this. It says, and then suddenly he whipped around with a shower of harmless but impressive sparks and in a flash his, flash, his wand was at the throat of the little boy next to me. And I don't think of them as little, you know. I should because I remember when Harry first wasn't. went to school, he was little. But, yeah, uh, it doesn't. it doesn't always make me.
0: Well, I mean, when I think of Andromeda I think of the older version. This is mm-hmm. this is yeah, this is all eleven this is the the eleven, twelve twelve year old kids. And yeah, yeah they are you know, they are little. They are. You I mean but Ron says mm-hmm. he goes when when Ron became the the prefect, he's like, When were they we were never that little kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, we were yeah. sketchy or sketchy or whatever he calls them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twitchy or Titchy. Yeah.
3: Titchy,
1: yeah. It's the odd thing with when you're reading something, unless it's explicitly referenced or you manage to get it in your head early enough, I find you you sort of picture the characters as your age, whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be. It's, Which is bizarre, like, um,
0: considering that nobody my age
1: is still in boarding school. <laughs> right, you
0: know. yeah, especially at my and age.
1: <laughs> it's like in our little... Chat with Melinda on one of the recent point of view things, um, or last year's if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, she was talking about how she's doing a lot less of the sort of um, romance and love scenes now because her son is 17 and she's like, well, No, yes. you did, no, you're not doing that. <laughs>
2: know about this so i'm not writing it because if you can't do it harry can't do it either
0: Nope. nope. Uh -uh. it it puts in perspective like in in things i mean yeah especially something like that i'm like now i have a 13 year old and i'm looking at them like no 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 no
2: (laughs) they start doing things when they're 13 it's
0: scary (laughs) Yeah, I mean how? Oh, I mean I had to I I had to go to the doctors with them and stuff like that. And and not just him had to go through the embarrassment, I had to go through the embarrassment of talking to the doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Such
2: fun. Yes, but you consoled him with a pizza? What what did you do? I remember he I
0: took him to crack, cracker barrel. Oh
2: that's it. <laughs> I consoled him
3: with pancakes. Yeah, pancakes works.
1: Pancakes, yeah. pancakes are good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I mean, know Cracker Barrel was a place. I just thought they made cheese.
0: No, it's a, it's a, at least in here, it's a, in the United States, it's a, it's a restaurant. I didn't know Cracker Barrel had pancakes.
1: <laughs> there you go. We're all learning things.
0: <laughs> we
2: are not only educational. I pulled that out of something the other day, and I have that sound clip now, so that's good.
3: <laughs> I can
0: drop it in wherever I need to. See? Yeah. yeah. Well, the Cracker Barrel around my area, yeah, we can... It's a big restaurant and it has like a country store thing where you can find the most useless stuff that you could possibly think and go, Oh, I need that! <laughs> and yeah. i like, they sell clothes, they sell rocking chairs. I mean, hell, What? what I, yeah, they got rocking chairs there and you can get these like weird, can, you can get old, like, old fashioned candies and stuff like that and I'm trying to think. What else is there? Oh, my my mom got my son the Lone Ranger DVD there. <laughs> <laughs> you know the black and white. M- the TV old show. black and white ones. Ooh. Yeah, my son loved them. He thought they were awesome. Yeah. He kept them going. Tonto, go go to town. I'm like, no, Tonto, don't go to town. You're going to get beat up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like our Fred Myers. You can get food, it's not a restaurant, but you can get food there, like grocery stuff, and then it's got household and clothing and all of that
0: stuff. Oh, well. stop get, sharpening. Yeah. Well, you can't get food there other than, like, you eat breakfast yeah. or lunch or restaurant something like that there. Stuff. Yeah, it's a restaurant.
1: It's reminding yeah. me of the little thing in the latest Titan's Grave episode, Will Wheaton's um, role-playing game that he's mm-hmm. doing. One of the things that he does with his group is every now and then he says to them, here's a thing, like in this case, it's they're going into the little antique artifact shop and things like, one of you walks in here and sees a thing that you absolutely have to have, that you clearly do not need. Which one of you is it? And they get to pick which of their characters sees some odd thing and then describe what that odd thing is and why they need it. Mm-hmm.
2: And, yeah, yeah and, the, and the twist in this one was that, one girl who had the thing that she really, really wanted, something happened, and but one of the other ones got something. So, yeah, it
3: was kind yes. of
1: fun.
2: I'm enjoying that very much. Anyhow. You Stop woulda-
1: talking. Stop talking now. Once again, they're having their interesting little quizzes with Professor Temer, and he's wanting to make sure everybody has their wand to hand, and... Andy luckily has hers on top of her desk already, but then he asks her, How many windows are there in the room? And she's like, Uh, there are windows. (laughs) But Ted's nice to her and whispers six in her ear, so she says, And she gets points.
0: She does. This reminds me of the spy novels I read not too long ago. That sounds like fun. They were, they were fun. They were lots of fun.
1: So. And they introduce themselves. Well, Ted asks what her name is. She says, Andromeda, and is like, you don't have a nickname or anything? People call you that? <laughs> it's a traditional name. Yeah. Okay, well, people call me Ted. And she says, I've never heard of your family. And said, well, no, you wouldn't have. And yeah, this is when muggle-born. she first realizes this normal-looking kid is actually a muggle-born. Yeah,
2: because she, you know, it's like when you talk to a little kid and you say, you know, you spend... All of their lives, when they're little, telling them, don't talk to strangers, don't talk to strangers, don't talk to strangers. And then you have people like me, preschool teachers, that talk to the little kids in the store because we talk to kids all the time and we have to tell ourselves that's not right. We shouldn't do that because we're actually a stranger. But if you ask a little kid, what does a stranger look like? They're going to tell you that a stranger looks strange, that they have two heads or that they are green skin. (laughs) You know, me walking up to a child in the grocery store, I'm not a stranger because I look like a normal person,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so it's like that with this. She's like, "Oh, wow, Muggleborns look like normal people. I wouldn't have expected that. I, you know, Muggleborns must have two heads and and horns coming out or something, kind of a thing."
1: Mm-hmm. She was kind of bringing that up to Bella at some point. She's like, "Well, it's not like they have Mudblood stamped on their forehead or anything." Mm-hmm.
0: Much to her chagrin, I'm sure. Yeah. And- mm-hmm. And Bella comes... be tattooed with, yeah. with a number on the arm. Oh, yeah, there mm-hmm.
2: Bella comes up and says, who is that, Andy? And he's like, ha ha, you do have a nickname. And she says, yeah. only I can call her that, and she does not associate with mudbloods. And he's like, you got to be kidding. And she's like, do you know who I am?
0: He's, he's like, no. like,
2: nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, mean,
0: yeah. he this, I mean, it's just like anything. until like, kiddo, like. Jumps off the. I mean, usually kids have no fear until something ha- happens mm-hmm. it happens to them. I mean, this is the same scenario. Yes, he's a little bit older. He he knows some fear, but in so many ways, I mean, when you're oblivious oblivious to some of the stuff that's going on around you, you come into a brand new world. And you you just don't know.
2: Right. He's got kind of no way of knowing the you know what the. What pure blood carries with some families.
0: Yeah, He's like going, hierarchy.
2: Wow, there's really magic. You know, he doesn't know about the rest of this stuff. So I like the next scene. Frank Longbottom says, Your family's trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can't trust what those Longbottoms say. You know, I would
0: love to see a conversation between a muggle born kid and their parents who's been told magic's not real.
1: And to get this letter that
0: says, uh, actually. I'm still waiting for Art's letter. Yeah, I'm waiting for my letter.
2: Now, Joe tweeted the other day that we all got our letters with the books, and we all went to Hogwarts along with everybody else.
0: Not really, because I didn't go to London.
3: Oh, (laughs) alright.
0: On a totally different (laughs) note, we just scored two and all. (laughs) With about four minutes, Actually, probably not even that left in the game, so I think we're gonna win. Yeah, we do. Can I tell you the future? We won. Yeah, okay. We figured. <laughs> to zip. Mm-hmm. They all we didn't like. The, the only like two accidents, right? The two of them that got yeah. bashed in the head. Nobody like killed each other or anything? No one killed. No. Okay. Well, that's good. good. Everybody We're in favor of that. Yeah, because that looked pretty nasty.
2: So Ted doesn't. He doesn't speak to her outside of class or very rarely. But in class, he always makes a comment and he's amused by her attitude about mudbloods and it absolutely drives her mad and it's you know it's that whole thing about being nice to your enemy because they don't know what to do with that yeah or you know be nice to people that you don't like because it's like heaping hot coals on their head they don't know what to do with it and that's exactly what he's doing
0: it's called pulling people with kindness Yep. or keep smiling because they don't know what you're up
1: Smile, they think they'll think you're plotting something. Yep, yeah. And
0: so she uh, ends with
2: top grades in the class, but barely edges him out. He tells her not to be smug because he's gonna
3: he's gonna come he's after gonna her. Get her. him, he'll get ya. I'd like to
0: see him try.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He finds and then she the has, so.
1: yeah. She's in, he's just enjoying this whole thing. Yeah, he she's having way too him. much fun. And then the night before they're going to leave. She. Twas the night before the Christmas.
0: No, not quite. Yeah.
1: She's left her potions about. And she finds Bella sitting there staring at the fire. She's just kind of distressed with herself because she thinks about dark things so much. She's
0: <laughs> starting to go off the rails.
1: Yeah.
0: Going off the rails of a crazy train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got some Ozzy going. <laughs> You feel bad for everybody this chapter. Poor Ted, poor Bella. <laughs> yeah, even mm-hmm. poor Serious. So, but they go home, and Bella's her old
2: self the next day, and gives Narcissa a big old hug, and, oh, I missed you
0: so much, and all it's, of that. This is just kind of neat. Uh, the reason, one thing I like about this story is that you see Bella, I mean, we all really just know Bella's crazy. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I mean, she loves her sisters. She does. I mean, she does. And it's kind of like, it kind of makes you kind of take a step back and go, when did it y'all go wrong?
1: Yeah. <laughs> hmm You have to realize, even though she was mean and we see her raving a little bit, even at the trial, most of the time we see her in canon, she's been in Azkaban for 12 years.
3: hmm mm-hmm. That's so... true. Oh, that would totally drive you insane.
2: Yeah. So the, you know, the parents don't officially recognize a muggle holiday like Christmas, but there is a time between the winter solstice and the new year that's a constant celebration. Mm-hmm. And they're formal. they are
1: pretty good at parties.
2: Yeah, they like to party. They like to see and be seen.
0: Of course.
2: And Bella's not yet 13, so none of the kids get to go to the party.
0: She's very Bar Mitzvah-ish to mm-hmm. be 13 <laughs> kind of thing.
2: Yeah. And I love that Bella has perfected perfi- petrificus totalis, so she petrifies the house elves, so they can sneak out. These poor house elves—they oh. need overtime pay.
0: On the other hand, at least she's not torturing them.
2: That's true, not yet.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Yeah. And so they're they're up in the corridor, you know, looking down at the lights and the ball and the bright ladies and everything and. Sirius jumps up and says, "May I have this dance, fair lady Andromeda?" And so they dance and stuff. It's and
1: cute. Yeah. Hard to curtsy in a nightgown, apparently. Well, you know, sometimes most...
0: those, things, those things, those things, sometimes those things are tight. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I remember them being tight, and I can only like move my leg out like a foot—not yeah. even that. Mm-hmm. So kind then of like one of those dresses that you had to like—you only able Take to walk on your knees. Yeah, mincing steps. Yeah.
1: She'd probably be a pure blood thing.
0: But here
2: comes footsteps up the great staircase.
1: Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. And Scatter! their father and these business associates, such as Abraxas Malfoy and Dmitri Dolhov, and all these pillars of the community,
2: go into the study. And so everybody kind of leaves except Bella, who goes to listen at the door.
1: And he's like, What are you doing? Why are you going? What? I know. I guess it's serious. Actually, You mm-hmm. asked the question? Andy was just going to leave, but no, Bella wants to hear what's going on. And of course, she can't does. Really, hear much? And then Uncle Alfred comes along. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it's Uncle Alfred and not her mother,
2: or her father. God forbid.
1: Well, her mm-hmm. father didn't. Have, but...
2: Yeah, but he could have
0: opened the door. Yeah, caught her. Yeah, she could have fell fell over. Mm-hmm. That makes her awkward. Yeah.
1: Alfred's like, oh, well, I guess you couldn't sleep and you were going for a walk and uh, tripped and fell on your ear on the door. Yeah,
3: something like that, yes.
1: That must be it. And uh, on the off chance that there might be anyone else around, I'd advise them to head off to bed and untie the house elves, since <laughs> the party is winding down.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose we better do that. And he goes in and he puts an interpable charm on the door, so... They can't hear.
1: No the whole okay, petrifying thing.
2: Yeah, something about the ministry being wrong and something about a riddle. That's all she was able to overhear.
1: curious yeah. figures it was probably boring, mm-hmm. but Bella <laughs> she, wants to know. Little
0: does he know.
2: And they, they're up in the bedroom, peering through the skylight, picking out the stars that they're named after. They fall asleep. But she sneaks out of bed again, Miss uh,
1: Bella. He's trying to convince Rodolphus to take her to something that they're going to. Yeah. She's too young, apparently.
2: Yeah, I'm thirteen. He's like you're twelve. <laughs> she shouts Crucio at their retreating backs, but it doesn't do it.
0: She doesn't yeah. even have a wand, does she? No, not
1: really. Although she was in school, so I suppose she could. Yeah, oh, she wait. has her wand with her.
0: sissy going She's already. With- no. no,
1: this is Bella. Oh, this is
0: Bella. Oh, right. He's right, the right, one right. who Like oh, right.
1: wait help, a minute. etc. this has just been watching the stars with Reg- Regulus.
2: Mm-hmm. And they wake up the next morning and it's snowed overnight. there, you know, there won't be enough, but it's it's this beautiful white blanket. And so they spend the day out sledding and having snowball fights and doing all the things that they shouldn't be doing because it's unladylike. like mm-hmm. oh, posh.
1: And Bella apparently has a wonderful smile, and the Andromeda who's narrating this wonders how much she'd actually forgive her if she smiled at her like that mm-hmm. now.
2: Yeah. But then we find out that Andy has a letter, and they're teasing mm-hmm. her about it. Andy has a boyfriend, Andy has a boyfriend. I'm sure that's from Sirius.
1: It's mm-hmm. Reggie. Oh. She's such a baby Reggie, you don't know anything.
2: Andy has a- an- Ow!
1: <laughs> but- just as she's caught him to get her letter back, her mother comes around the corner, and it's well, not an lady-like to be wrestling with your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing anything. Nothing's happening. Nothing. Yeah, nothing no, at all. No,
0: no, no. Nothing to see here. Yeah. Move along. Move along. But she's got a letter from Ted.
2: I know your family doesn't celebrate Christmas because it's for muggles, but I thought you should get one Christmas card anyway. Not your fault your family isn't any fun. I hope you're studying. You're gonna need it.
1: It's got red and green glitter. Mm -hmm. Glittery pine tree. It's like, what do I do with this? This is a weird thing. Fortunately, she doesn't have to explain to Bella because they're hurrying downstairs. Mm
2: -hmm. So they come down to Mrs. Malfoy and Mrs. Avery, and they're talking about...
1: Terrible (gasps) things that are going on at the Ministry.
2: Lucius might not get his summer internship, and oh, that would be terrible, because he's such a handsome boy, well-suited for politics. Uh-huh.
1: He shouldn't be in a ministry where they're talking about actually giving things to muggles. And, yeah. And Andy's pretty much not paying attention, because she's still worrying over this Christmas card thing, and mm-hmm. eventually she decides it's all Ted's fault, and how dare he send her a Christmas card, and he should have known he could have got her in trouble, and... Yeah, and she's got
2: to keep a secret from her sisters.
0: One of money,
1: Yeah, that starts. So, for the next chapter, she meets up with him again and is angry with him, and he's like, what? Seriously? You get in trouble for that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 It's my father's rule. We don't associate with mudbloods. Mm-hmm. Wow. Your travel is weird. He
0: finally gets it. Yeah. I don't think he actually gets I mean, he kind of does, but he no, because yeah, there's no he, way of
2: an understanding.
0: Sometimes you don't you you can't understand it until until you actually experience, which he does late, later on. Mm-hmm. Yes, he stuff. does.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it said right at the beginning of the story that whenever Andromeda is reminiscing about her early years, he thinks that she's you know sugarcoating and just forgetting all the bad times and remembering the good times, and he says, "No, I remember you know the." Empty hallways and the stern parents and the house elves we had to dodge all the time, Mm. but we were together and that we were great at that.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were the three amigos. Yeah, they were. She wants to know
2: how he got her address and he said, magic.
0: (laughs) It's called an owl. You put the owl's name, you put your name on the letter and tell it, hey, go send this to them. The owl finds it. Mm -hmm. That's kind of scary and creepy. It is kind of scary and creepy. Well, I mean, why don't they just follow an owl and say, "Hey, take this to serious," and, ta- and followed the owl and got serious when he was out on because rock. Joe says if it were that damn easy, they'd done it.
1: Yeah, you can't oh, track owls. Oh,
0: okay. But still, it's the whole point. I'm like,
1: otherwise, they would have you know written a letter to Tom Riddle in second year and figured out where Voldemort was hiding.
0: Dear Voldemort,
1: <laughs> House the Forest of Albania. Hope you are well. Hope you can read this with whatever small animal eyes you are possessing.
2: Uh, color. I'm coming to failure.
3: Please Wait. drop
1: dead all the way.
2: <laughs> Yours, the ministry. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh what if you could send Peter Pettigrew back to us? That would be good. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so um Yeah, that would be an interesting like, wizard subpoenas and just mail people port <laughs> keys that activate and,
2: once they pick it up, they just yeah. the the letter is actually the port key, and it just transports you to jail. Oh, I like yeah. this idea. We
3: need yeah.
1: this yeah. Just oh, ma- mail a port key to Peter, and he shows up in the middle of the Wizengamot chamber. What?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah. As a rat, they're like, "I got rat, Vermin, <laughs> kill it." And oh. Peter Pettigrew was never to be found.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sure there could be a fic with some of those in it somewhere.
0: Please do. <laughs>
1: that would be fun. and then we talk a little bit about <coughs> the makeup of House Slytherin and how there are some half-bloods and such in Slytherin. There
0: have to be, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: But
1: no muggle boards. Particularly cunning and ambitious ones, too. But everyone knows which, even the the pure-bloods who are foreign or uh, not from the proper class. everybody knows that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scott, your train's loud. Yeah, I should close the window, I suppose. Nah, it's hot.
2: You're fine. I'm uh, crying, apparently. I'm sweating so much that the sunscreen is dripping into my eyes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, stinging. good. If I start sniffling, you'll know <laughs> why.
3: Oh, boy. I'm
2: not going to be able to read. So, Annie doesn't have any trouble because, of course, she's a black and Bella's sister, and yeah. And she always kind of assumes that all fla families live as they did, not which is lot. you know the case of the her parents' social circle. But it's not you know necessarily true. And she kind of assumes that all you know mudbloods are a step above begging, and that's about it. She's going to find out that that's not necessarily true. I think.
0: Well, I mean, I remember growing up. I mean, my parents were both school teachers, so my parents always had off during the hall. Whole- I mean, during summers, summer, like right. that, and I, I, I got a rude awakening when I found out my some of my friends worked during the summer. I'm like,
2: really? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. When I you mean, found out
2: that you would have to work during the summer when you got into the workforce,
3: now it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it still <laughs> stops.
1: Hmm. That's the only thing I would possibly like about being a teacher, except of course you still have to work during the two months you supposedly have off. Um, there's stuff you have to do for being a teacher, anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. lesson yeah, plans
2: well. and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I couldn't handle the kids. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Tom. I remember asking my mom one time, and I looked at her and I go, "How in the world did you have children? <laughs> you deal with kids all the time." My mom was appalled by me, but I was just like,
2: oh. "I can't imagine having children after working with children all day."
3: Oh, really? I would be afraid
2: that I would, I would, you know, take it out on my kids because you can't take it out on the kids at school. That's not allowed. Loud. And then, you know, what would happen when you, I mean, I really, I'm sure I probably wouldn't, but you know, you have that, I have that little thing in the back of my head, you know, what would I do after being with whining and screaming children all day to come home and have whining and screaming children at home too? It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough.
0: I don't know how you do it. <gasps>
2: My hats off to yeah, the I teachers that I mean,
0: are parents. I'm like, how could you do that? I mean, the many, this many, there
3: are many have the many,
0: many different names. Mm-hmm. By, by my head. Mm-hmm. No, uh-huh. Trisha, you're breaking up. No, Carol. Uh, I mean, my parents would say Joel, Trisha, Carol, until into the name, right? But then they would go through ten million different names. Mm-hmm. I get John. For a, for a, for a
2: we're
1: gonna leave this in just because it's
2: it's too funny not to but yeah
1: why 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 would they do this you're not the boss of me
2: so we're gonna move on trisha because we can't hear you
1: i was going to say then you run into the interesting Better. Yeah, of course, when, when you talk about being able to hear us or not, it comes through clearly. Mm-hmm. It's of just it does. when you're trying to say something substantive. Um, <laughs> then it doesn't. You also run into the interesting problem of having your own kids in your classes. Yeah, that's That happens to I'm, some of the my, teachers at my school. Oh, oh,
0: oh man. My, my, bro- bro- my, uh, my brother had my dad. Mm-hmm. I had a classmate whose mother was I had the. mom? Go ahead, Mooney. Was the substitute teacher. Mm hmm. And so, one day she comes in and in one of my my classmates is like, Mom, can you sign this test? Of course, she can't yell at her, because she's got a class full of kids to teach. She's just like, okay, I'm gonna leave now. Yeah, oh, oh, so. I, I had my mom with a substitute for a while and I had her as a substitute every once in a while. My brother had my dad my dad as a fourth grade teacher. Huh? I, huh? I ate before. I did it. I'm fine. And then, um, oh, I dated the principal's son. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I dated the principal and I was going to be like, uh... No, no, I dated the principal son where my mom taught. So, I mean, my parents taught at my school district, too. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, it was It was strange. I mean, it's still weird. I mean, my parents still have still are really good friends with the teachers that I had, and I'm like, I'm like, hi, Miss Kelly, hi, Miss like because I can't call them by their first name. Yeah, <laughs> that's hard. So, Mm -hmm. yeah there's sometimes i'll get hey mrs Daly. i'm like first of all i'm not a missus but that's okay i'm not not gonna correct you i'm like but that's my mom Mm -hmm. i'm like that's not me yeah and yeah and i have a good friend of mine she's a teacher she is a teacher now and she's called mrs snyder and i just look at her and i'm like you're mrs snyder
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. i've gotten used to it some on things like Facebook, referring to some of my teachers by their first name, but I probably still wouldn't if I actually met them again.
0: <laughs> Heck, my no, my I one, couldn't either. Yeah, my one my one teacher, um, she, her, she's Mrs. Moon, but she's she's not Mrs. Moon anymore, and I still call her Mrs. Moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mother. <laughs>
1: well, no, Not no, no, that one.
0: No, That's I know, but I mean, to me, that would be my mother. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of crazy that, you know, I I had a
2: hard time when I first started teaching because I was supposed to call parents by their first names. And, you know, I was raised where you didn't do that. You called people Mr. and Mrs. in their last Mm -hmm. name. You didn't call people adults by their first name. And I might have been an adult at that time, but I was still younger than, you know, most of my families. Now Mm -hmm. I'm older than most of my family, so it's a little bit easier, but still.
0: No, and you know what, I mean, when, I, when like, I meet our, our teachers and stuff like that, I do Mrs. This and Mrs. That, or mm-hmm. Mr. or Ms., mm-hmm. or, and stuff like that, and I get the, I get these, te- I get some of the teachers come back and call me Trisha, and I'm like, no, and I'm like, they, and they sign their name, they sign their first and their last name, and I always reply, Mrs. or Ms. or whatever, mm-hmm. or Mr., because I can't, I mean, for me, I'm like, no, as a teacher, no, you, you, it's Mr. or Mrs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Ms. Yeah. Well, or even Miss. like, at work, I mean, our clients, I can't, even if they call me by my first name, I, I still can't, it's, you know, Ms. and Mr. So-and-so. Although, this is the one thing I don't like about English, is half. sometimes I can't tell whether I'm addressing a man mm-hmm. or a woman, because it's mostly email. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll have to, you know, just do a first name. Right. Which yeah. seems really weird to me, but I'm like I d I do don't have a choice. I don't wanna Yeah. I've done usually that
1: with clients for us. Like we we'll usually, you know, call and say, Is Robin there or whatever? And then talk to them about whatever I need to talk to them about. But
0: mm-hmm. Well I, I introduce
1: um, myself by my first name as well, so Yeah.
0: Yeah, I get um I I were with a, with a foreign company right now and they have a there's a tendency the males have a very high-pitched voice. And so you can't... So when you're on the phone, you're not sure. And then they have names that you just kind of look at it, and you're like, I have no idea what gender it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the high voice, and you're like, is this a man or this is a woman? You, you just you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I remember Ryan talking about being called ma'am to his face! It's so I've met Ryan. Funny. I would not
0: mistake him for a woman No he's got a beard doesn't he Yes mm-hmm.
1: I've had that happen usually when I had long hair but I mm-hmm. had a beard at the same time
0: so yeah. I mean granted there are probably women who can do such things but uh yeah I mean there are bearded ladies it does happen but huh I mean Roy doesn't have a high pitched voice either No he doesn't No they would you were talking about that though you were talking about when he gets like agitated his voice gets higher
2: yeah, well, when he sees maggots.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. So he funny. is a tenor at least. though. So.
0: Sorry, sorry,
1: Ryan. We love you, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, we have, uh, we, we're back in, I think, the common room. And Lucius Malfoy and Paul Yaxley are playing a game where they, uh, it's like muggle tennis, but they're using their wands and they're hit- sending a ball back and forth. And the ball's
0: on fire. And Sounds dangerous.
2: Yeah.
1: Because why not have fire? This, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: I, hope the, the, yeah. I hope the curtains are retarded. Yeah. Yeah. And the, well, yeah. there's plenty of water they needed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when you're a 14-year-old wizard, you don't care about things being on fire. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. And there's
2: this, you know, half-muggle boy that's alone in the corner of the common room and misses him but lands on his homework and sets it on fire, and he puts it out, but it's still ruined. And he's, you know, spent all evening working on it, and now he's gonna have to spend all night working
3: yeah,
1: on it, too. and they just think this is funny, and mm-hmm. Andy's sort of like, oh, I would be annoyed if that happened to my homework. Yeah.
0: <laughs> on the other hand, I'm sure if it had happened to her, homework, they'd have fixed it. Yeah.
2: Bella wants to know what's going on, and they say, well, this mother's a mudblood and making trouble at the ministry, and don't know how he ended up in Slytherin. There used to be standards.
1: Mm-hmm. And Bella was wanting to know what's going on at the ministry because she's interested in this politics stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is where we discover that there are scandalous things happening happening at the ministry. There are certain people in favor of laws to help mudbloods and muggles. To protect them. For sure. Terrible thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this would be like the squib movement and the mm-hmm. quote unquote civil rights movement and. Yeah. All mm-hmm. of that era, wouldn't it?
1: And so, um, we have time passing, and James and Sirius get into a spectacular fight and become best friends. Of course
0: they
3: do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how boys are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It never happened to me that way, but, you know.
0: I, I'll take your word for it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they have this, you know, fight, and Bella's like, oh, well, you know, if he has to be friends with somebody and you know, Gryffindor, at least. He's got Potter, who's pure blood. So, there you go. Mm-hmm.
1: One of those weird pure purebloods, but he's still a pure blood.
2: Um, all politics. Yeah. And Sirius comes down and says, I'm having trouble with charms, can you help me? So, he's like, yeah. She says, yeah, just let me finish this paragraph that I'm doing. And they go, get together. He wants to play Quidditch. Boys in
3: Quidditch. Boys in Quidditch. Mm-hmm.
2: She calls somebody a bl- mudblood, and he says that's a nasty word. <laughs> She's like, "What?
1: No, well, it's not. It's the word for them. That's what they're called." Yeah, it's mm-hmm.
2: swearing. You should say muggleborn. Alex has come to rub on the computer. Sorry for the noise. I didn't hear mm-hmm. a darn thing. Oh, good. You should be fine. Alex, you're causing trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who me?
2: Yep. Yes, you. You know they're mudbloods because that's what they are. They're not pureblood. They have Muggle blood, so it's muddy. And he's like, "It's a bad word." And she's like, oh. "So." And then in defense, the series has changed. Yeah, he's starting. to, Well, you know, he's in Gryffindor. It's going to happen.
0: Well, it's your environment. I mean, a lot of times people. Are, I mean, even little kids. Once they get outside of their parents' realm, I mean, they get exposed to a lot of different things, and the friends they hang out with it. They they influence them. Mm-hmm.
2: So, they're having disarming lessons uh. in Defense Against the Dark Arts, and Andy disarms T- Ted right away, and it's very surprising to him. And she calls him a mudblood, and he doesn't even look up. And he says, oh, I always thought you were observant. And she says, do you mind when people call you a mudblood? And he says, well, I'm not fond of it, but, you know, sticks and stones. And she says, but you never get mad at me when I say that. And he's like, yeah, well. You're not trying to be mean, you just don't know any better. (laughs) Mm. She looks at him like he's insane. He's not.
0: Well, because sometimes it's like, "Mm, you don't know any better, too. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And Bella has a strange new obsession with books. But they're, you know, not nice books.
0: No.
1: Getting interested in some weird things.
2: Mm -hmm. She's been a little quieter than usual
0: since the holidays. She's crazy. She is. She's crazy like bat shit.
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. No. I wonder how that became such a particular thing. Why bats?
3: Why Why is it it shitting?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, guano. Uh, I mean, oh, it might be a little crazy because it is guano and then you make it into makeup. So, I mean, no.
3: There's the whole bats belfry thing. Well, isn't
0: there, like, didn't they use it? There's, like, food or makeup or something, and it has, like, lead or... I don't know. I'm gonna look this up now. But yeah, I I mean, it's that. not
2: good for you. I know. Like...
0: I only learned it from Scooby-Doo.
2: Large piles of guano are dangerous. Deadly.
0: Well, I... Well, it's kind of like, I mean... The, yeah, if you go in a cave full of bags, it has that smell. It's kind of, like, almost like, um... It's ammonia. ammonia.
2: Bella's kind of getting crazy, and she's got, you know... She's got different mood swings and they change on a whim.
0: Bella's getting hormonal.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah that's that was my next thing, it's probably hormones too, adding all to this craziness. And who knows, I mean they could be feeding her some weird stuff too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they could drinking some wacky shit. I got mean her. Wait, is this this is in the sixties and the seventies, right? hmm <laughs> So they like, Bella is hormonal and high. I well, mean yeah. she, she there there could be L S D or whatever it is going on. Oh god, that's mushrooms. the last thing we need. Mushrooms. I'm yeah. sure. There are some special mushrooms
3: going
0: on. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, puff the magic dragon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, I I, I've got my own headcanon that there's drug deals going on in Mauding Myrtle's bathroom, so you know. <laughs> oh yeah, she would. be thinks in there by Hufflepuff now, huh? is the
1: stoner house. So- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, well, of course, I mean, well, they're, I mean, they're um, all probably, um... I think um, it's a quin-
1: coincidence the- of syllables, myself.
0: Yeah. I mean, most of the bathroom thing comes from the fact that that's how my high school used to do it, but... Hell, I mean, who, who, thinking of bathrooms, I mean, what do you think about, that? I mean, poor, poor moony Myrtle, she gets flushed down the, flushed down the drain and goes straight, in, goes straight into the lake. I mean, there's people that go into that lake, and there's more people... That there's, it's just your lace is going straight right into the lake. That's just wrong. Yeah, that is wrong. Fertilizer.
2: Well, maybe there's something magical in the pipes that cleans it before it gets out there. Oh, uh, didn't think about.
0: Damn it, magic just solves everything again. <laughs>
2: well, I know it. I know it. So they're talking a little bit about the end of term exams, and yeah, well, it's not until your fifth or seventh year that it's really important. So, and it says that. She, Bella, Bella, had taken Andy's transfiguration book the night before and she needs to get it back, but she's oversleeping, so she doesn't know if she can get it. And she finds her in the common room and, you know, takes a minute for her to understand what Andy wants. And then she runs full tilt into a dark haired second year boy named Will Avery. And so began Andy's first love.
3: Mm-hmm. So.
1: He's pretty. He's pretty.
2: Before we yeah. too much into the next chapter, I'm gonna go open another door because the sun's uh, finally down. So my God. Um, I'm sure it's gonna make what a little noise. Are we on? Five. Oh
1: shit! Three more to go. We made it halfway through.
0: You can go to bed if you need to, Trisha. Yeah, I need to. My phone's at twenty percent. Christian's wondering what the heck you're doing. No, he's in. He's in. He's in So he'll he'll stay up like two o'clock in the morning. And and I'll be in bed, and I'll be like, and he climbs to the bed, and I'm like, ah, stop moving the damn bed! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping, leave me alone! <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's alright. When I wake up, he's like, something something moving the bed, <laughs> so we we get we get we get even with each other.
2: Ah, uh, that works. Yeah. Well, hopefully, so. with the door open, I'll have enough light. I don't have to turn the light on. <sighs> we begin. Chapter five. We begin with alliteration. Balls, birthdays, and
0: bonfires. Well that's okay. Well I'm I'm getting <laughs> off the phone now. Alright, so you go. I'm tired. Good night. Good night. Good, Good night. night,
1: Trisha. We'll see, see Thanks you for next
0: week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: It sounds like a pufa title this one.
2: It does. So Bella's thirteen and it's Bella
1: is is not impressed with her new ball gown. So.
2: It's pink.
3: Of course, ew. yes, you, you, you.
1: Which I think should technically work okay with dark-haired Bella. girls, but mm-hmm. not I can't imagine. Not Bella tricks for Bella.
2: Pink. No, not Bella. Red, <laughs> yes, and she can't breathe. It's too tight, and
1: oh, are frills
0: mm. even worse. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and yeah. she complains about not breathing, and Narcissa. Imitates their mother and says, "Oh, Bellatrix, honestly, such breathing is not becoming a lady. You were not raised to breathe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you were raised to
1: breathe? Yeah,
2: that's it. Narcissus, is like, at least you get to go. I can't wait till I'm old enough.
1: Yeah. And
2: Bella's like, yeah, I'm supposed it'll be fun. So.
1: Mm-hmm. And Andy's hoping Will Avery will be there so she can look at him some more. Uh-huh. The perfect first love, good-looking, popular, and completely unaware that I existed. <laughs>
2: That's about how my first love went, so I, yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she has her fantasies of him suddenly realizing she exists, and she's amazingly funny and articulate, and he declares his undying love, and they ride off into the sunset, but if he mm-hmm. actually realized she existed, she'd probably, you know... Sink into the battle. floor. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: We find out Lucius is going to be there, and this narcissist is like, Lucius Malfoy? I think he's handsome.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And And, Sirius says, eh, he's a kid.
2: mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, a few days later, it's Annie's birthday, and she's 12. So, of course, and, and she gets another note from Ted. I didn't want to get you in trouble, so I put a charm on this that makes it look plain. Like a piece of newspaper to anyone but you. Pretty clever, yeah. don't you think?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, except actually,
0: that um, Andy doesn't, she doesn't get a the paper. newspaper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, why do you have a newspaper? What's that for? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I don't know if your family celebrates birthdays or not, but here you go. Happy birthday! And he, she's just like appalled and she's embarrassed. And Narcissa wants to know what she's got.
0: Yeah. So. This is so depressing. It is, Ta- kind of. Packages from her parents signed in their, their assistant's handwriting. Like, mm. oh. hmm Yeah. Uh, Better
1: mm-hmm. than the house elves. Bella has hand-brain. asked the house elves to make a cake. So they're going to have cake. Yeah, that's
0: good. An ice cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then we skip to mid the Midsummer Festival, which they don't usually go to because it's common to be out- down the streets of Hogsmeade at bonfire, but Uncle Alfred is going, so... They get to go.
2: Mm, Yeah, they're going with him. So they flew into the three broomsticks and head out into the streets where everyone's happy and partying, and Sirius Mm. insists they go to Honeydukes, and Uncle Alfred doesn't mind.
1: People seem to recognize him, and they chat for a bit. There's a little old woman selling uh, powerful love potions, apparently. And I like this little scene. Sirius walks by a table, and casually picks up a cup of wine, and Uncle Alfred casually takes it from his hand and puts it back.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like Uncle Alfred. I'd like to
0: stay and taste my first champagne. Yes. No!
1: So he gets (laughs) lemonade instead. And then they set off the bonfire, and it's pretty dramatic and fun. Even though Jets of Fire is a fairly easy spell to do, it's still kind of neat to watch. And Andy gets scared briefly by a figure in the shadows, but apparently it's an aura. They're set up around the place to keep watch, because things are in unrest at the moment.
2: Yes, and Will... Uncertain times. Avery puts a crown of flowers on her hair, because it's a tradition that beautiful girls wear flowers in their hair. Which is just gonna melt her into a pile of goo. Of course it is. It's a good thing Trisha left before we got too sappy here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and... She gets one, and Narcissa gets one, and Elizabeth Rosier gets one, and Bella as well. Bella does a nice little spin and then drags Elizabeth and Narcissa into a jig, and so that kind of breaks the ice for the rest of the kids, and they get to dance, dance around some party. more. Party. And
2: yeah. then Andy overhears a conversation Not tonight, there's orders everywhere. Well, you know, nothing happened. Well, there's no muggles here, so what's the point? Well, it's not just about muggles anymore. Yeah. And so.
1: There's something Here's the... about the Knights of Walpurgis. Cause mm. She thought she was following Sirius and James because they were sneaking off into the forest, but she didn't catch up to them. And then Rodolphus comes by and fortunately he recognizes her and you he ought mm. to get back to the, get back to your sister and your friends.
2: Yeah. And the rest of the summer flies by and days that are all identical but not unhappy.
1: Yeah. And then Sirius and Reggie come to visit. Mm hmm.
2: Yeah, they're dumped off, according to Sirius.
1: Holberg and Ryan, is it, are going on holiday? Yeah. mm
2: mm-hmm. And then they head back to school, and this time Narcissa gets to go with them. Yay. Mm-hmm. It's, Hogwarts is much less confining than Mother's critical eye.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I'm And Bella sure. has promised to get them things from Hogsmeade, because she can go.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Third year now.
1: Yep, so She's going to bring Sirius some sweets.
2: Narcissa's like, I hope I get into Slytherin! Of course. Well, of
1: course you will, but uh, they'll force you to mix with the Mud Muds anyway, because we uh, have mixed classes. And Sirius says, Well, you wouldn't really know a difference in classes. And Lily Evans is one of the best in the year, and there's that Ravenclaw kid who's always bugging Andy. He's pretty good, too. Yeah,
2: Andy's like, He's so smug!
1: At least I won't have to sit next to him anymore. And then she doesn't sit next to him anymore, and she's kind of like, Oh, I don't know why I don't like this class so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But also it's because they have a new defense teacher. Of course.
0: You'll be last in one turn. Oh, wait. New year. Okay, not a...
1: Yeah, the new year. But first we have to have Narcissa and heading off to the platform. That's where she gets to meet. oh, uh, I guess she just meets Abraxas. Lucius isn't around at this point. Yes. But he, she meets him at the table after being sorted. Mm-hmm. He says, congratulations, Miss Black. And he just sort of nods at her, and she uh, is immediately smitten. Well,
0: before we get to that, I love the veiled insult of Mrs. Black.
1: Yes. yes.
0: Well, and then... You really must
1: tell me what kind of magic you use to have three such beautiful daughters. Mm-hmm. And then we get a, pointed out that this is also an insult as well as a compliment, because she should have had some sons in there somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, well. She... St- She feels eyes on her and she knows
2: Ted's there. She's like, oh, please don't let him come over. He would just, you know. But then Frank Longbottom catches his attention. They go off together, but mother... Her mother
1: thinks she's been looking at the Longbottom Mm boy. Don't get any notions of that sort. They're not nearly as good a family now as they used to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense, because Harfang Longbottom wasn't blasted off the tree when he married, well, What would presumably be Neville's grandmother. Mm
1: -hmm. It's not their blood that's the problem, it's that they are left leaning.
0: Politics. No, 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 I know, I know. But if, I mean, so he must have made a respectable enough marriage.
1: Yeah, it's just that that these days they're among the people rumbling at the ministry about supporting muggle horns and stuff. Can't be having with that. So.
2: And, yeah, since Black is near the beginning of the alphabet, we don't have to wait long for Narcissa. And it's Slytherin! And Bella's satisfied. It is. Mm-hmm. And Rodolphus says, no surprises there, that was almost as fast as you. Didn't take forever like it did for... Bella's like,
1: shut up! Hey, not supposed to talk about that. No. Yeah. I don't think they would have really had a problem if you'd gone into Ravenclaw. Probably. I mean, it would have been so. weird, but anyway. Of course, I mean, they, they don't, don't seem know to why have... it was taking so long at this point.
0: They don't seem to have too much of a problem with Gryffindor. I mean, nobody freaked out too badly. Yeah. Hmm. Unlike when you hear in Fanon that, you know, all hell broke loose when...
1: Well, yes. Not in, in this version, they didn't, I guess. He hasn't been disowned as of yet. No. And then we meet the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher, who immediately makes all the boys drool. And all the girls are going, Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently she's an okay teacher, but she basically just teaches the textbook. Yeah. So the boys all think this is the most awesome class ever, and the girls are just sort of reading and handing in the homework. <laughs> yeah. She's
2: like, oh, another black. Andy wonders which one of her sisters has crossed the teacher already. I'm sure it's yeah. Bella. Was it Bella or
1: Sirius that's messed things mm-hmm. up for me? <laughs> and it was Bella, as it turns out. Because... She does not see how this woman is qualified to teach. She only says she's taught at other good schools. Yeah. Well, you know. She just doesn't like all the boys paying so much attention to her.
2: No, they should be t- paying attention to Bella.
1: Exactly. This is the natural order of things.
0: I don't know how they didn't run out of teachers long before they got to Harry's time. I know.
1: Well, well apparently, at least some of them get to, you know, go on vacation or take another job instead of falling out of windows or otherwise getting killed. Mm, that's
0: good. Yeah. So far
1: we don't have anybody possessed by anyone because, you know, Voldemort's well, not around. So.
0: Well, even if he was around, he's not trying to get his body back because he ain't dead yet. Well, sort of dead yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he's still wandering around in the Middle East coming up with all his rituals, probably. Yeah. Right. Um, he might have finished that already, I'm not sure. So. I don't her- know if it says in the book what time period it is that he comes and tries to take the defense post and doesn't get it?
0: Uh, yeah. About right after he graduates, I think. It was pretty much right after. And Dumbledore, right after. Was, Dumbledore was like, come back in like 10 yeah, years, 10 or years. Or whatever. Bad, I, bad suggestion, but uh, yeah. So basically it's been cursed since like 1950. So it's already been 11, 12 let me think, mm-hmm. 51 plus 12 is 63. And you know, it's already been, like, 15 years, so by the time Harry comes along and finishes school, it'll be 30, 40 yeah. some years since this position's been cursed, and if they only last a year, you'd have to have at least 40.
2: Yeah, you need a lot of teachers. So, Annie's kind of watching the boys go by, and she's a little gooey-eyed, because <laughs> the one she likes is there, and... Ted Tonks comes up behind her and says, so, which one do you fancy? And she's like, "Ah, nobody, don't know what you're
1: talking about. Mm." Yeah, it's the second time he comes for the job that he curses it, so it's a little bit longer. Because right after school he asks um, Headmaster Dippet, and he says he's too young. And then he goes off and works at Vorgan and Burks and does the whole thing with Hepzibah and the cup, and then vanishes and travels the world for ten years. Oh,
0: that's right. And then comes back. And then yeah, at that point, point, he's already started the Knights of Walpurgis, and Dumbledore's like, ah, hells no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, somebody please write a fic where somebody freaks out about Walpurgis having knights.
1: <laughs> Just her namesake, that's all.
0: I know.
2: So, Ted's really teasing her. Oh, I know. I've got sisters, I know what this look is. You, you fancy one of these guys. And she's like, no, I don't.
1: And I don't have googly eyes. Probably not Malfoy. I think you're more original than that. No, that's my sister. <laughs> mm-hmm. And,
2: you know, oh, you don't think he he might be, be what? You know, what? You know, playing for the other team?
0: <laughs> and decidedly not. <laughs>
2: what are you talking about? He doesn't even play Chaser. <laughs> He's yeah. just like, okay. He's laughing so hard he almost passes out. No wait, Andy. I'm sorry. You're just so cute.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a euphemism. It means he doesn't like girls. Oh well, no, no, that's not possible. He's pure blood. Well, there's at least two pure blood boys in this school who probably are. Yeah, but he doesn't tell them who. Well, you know, apparently, he's so Joe. Pretty. <laughs> you
0: know, Joe says purebloods don't care about such things.
1: Yes, so that may not have come up. So he says he's so gonna there's find There's probably out now. a thick out there where that's the reason why they only have one son.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, probably it's true. But,
1: you know, then yeah. they they talk a little bit about Sirius and James, and they've kind of had to get to know James Potter just because he's always hanging around Sirius. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he's friendly, high spirited. He kind of gets along with Andromeda and eventually Narcissa as well, but Bella does not approve of him. No. Yeah.
0: Chips does not approve. So
1: and then we get into Sirius is having a fight with Rabastan and Andromeda wants to step in because you know he's family and Bella right. says no he's got to deal with these things himself. He really is a blood traitor and Andromeda's like you take that back.
2: <laughs> Come on, we're going to be late. But Sirius could have gotten hurt. He would have mm-hmm. stopped if you'd said something Bella. He is family. So she says, yeah, but he was telling the truth. It leaves Andy feeling kind of lost, because it's the first time she feels like she doesn't know Bella anymore. And it's the first time that they actually fought over something.
3: Yeah, Which I find rather amazing.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in 12 years or however long it's been. 13, I guess. Well, 12, because Andy wasn't there in the first year of Bella's life.
2: And she's having this, this terrible, you know, these thoughts. Well, if Sirius really is a blood trader, and I want to defend him. Does that make me a blood trader? And
0: just a yeah. second, I will be right back. But continue. on. Hold on.
2: Okay. Mm. And then Ted sits down, and he's like, "Hey, I've narrowed it down. Uh, wait a minute. What's the matter?"
1: He's he's figured out who she pansies. He thinks, mm-hmm. but we never get to She's find out what he thinks.
2: Crying, so he just gives her a hanky instead.
1: Yeah. Um, want to talk about it? <laughs>
2: I had a fight with Bella. Well, oh. my sisters fight all the time. And he's like, no, no, we've never ever had a fight before.
1: So. Yeah. He convinces her that, you know, one fight isn't that big a deal. Mm-hmm. It's only one fight. He manages to cheer up at least a little bit. Yeah. And she's kind of surprised at how glad she is that he's the one who showed up.
2: They never ever talk about the fight again. Bella's kind of distant for a little while and then
0: kind of comes back. back. No, I'm apparently hearing things. Never mind. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs>
1: as long as the voices don't start telling you to do anything, you're okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yet.
2: Yeah. But now we have a problem that Narcissa ends up with. A problem named Severus Snape.
1: Oh dear. So apparently he's decided he's in love with her. Of course which he happens is. happens to Narcissa a lot. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, she's pretty.
1: Mm-hmm. Dang,
2: to be cursed with those looks.
1: Yes. So This Narcissa does not have a skunk stripe.
0: <laughs> Which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So they were trying to do. Oh well, these are the black girls. They must have some black hair somewhere. So <laughs> Snape has decided he's in love with Narcissa, and he's making her uncomfortable. And so Bella goes to Rodolphus and tells him to warn him off.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh dear, poor poor Radolphus, just being used. She's like, go do this.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, all, all right. Please,
2: I'll take care of it for you. He says.
1: Yeah. And Andy sort of witnesses this conversation. And this is the first time she's realized that Bella's actually gotten pretty good at manipulating people, as well mm-hmm. as you know just going ahead and doing whatever she wants. So, so we move on to not telling. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, Ted barely passed by with higher grades than Andy,
1: and it's a terrible, but horrible thing.
2: Nobody else actually notices, so it's okay. Yes. And,
1: and she's just thinks he's going to be smug about this forever, she could go on and become Minister for Magic, and he'd still send her letters going, remember that term that I beat you? <laughs> yeah.
0: That'll probably come up when they get married. But, uh, yeah, of course it will.
2: The, but the girls get to go to Diagon Alley. By ourselves? No, with Uncle Alfred.
3: <laughs> but it's okay, Almost as good. That's cool. Yeah.
2: So There's a whole list of people that she wants to buy presents for, and she calls mm-hmm. them Christmas presents. And Bella gives her a bad time because they don't believe in Christmas. It's for Muggles.
1: This is a—it's a list that Alfred has. He's—he's he's got his Christmas list. He's—he's mm-hmm. he's going off to do his Christmas shopping because other witches and wizards do that, and some of his friends have Christmas. Why not have a nice dinner and give each other presents? Yeah!
2: Yay, presents! So he sends them off and says, "We'll meet on the steps of Gringotts in an hour."
1: And they head off to Madame Malkin's because. Yay dresses!
2: Yay dresses!
1: And Andy's he's like, Yay dresses! I'm gonna go to the <laughs> bookstore. I go store. look at books. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Narcissa and Bella are like, Why are you wanting to look at books instead of nice robes? She goes off and does anyway, mm-hmm. and meets up with Ted.
2: Yeah, and so and he's
1: Christmas, Christmas shopping. shopping. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Wizard Muggle relations a history. Mm, that sounds boring. I know. But he's curious. Hey! You're a girl!
1: No, no kidding. kidding! Well, spotted, Ron. <laughs> yeah.
2: But you can help me pick up things for my sisters. That would be great.
1: She wants makeup and stuff that witches use, and I have no idea about that kind of stuff. And Andy's going, I have no idea either. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they do go off. He doesn't let her tell him that, so she... Pretends to know what she's doing in this store and just sort of says, that one, that one too. (laughs) (laughs) And they get some stuff that she thinks looks okay. Then she heads back to meet up with Bella at the rope shop. They want to know why she smells like perfume. Oh, well, I was looking for a birthday present for Annabelle. She likes that kind of thing. So now she's going to have to actually do that. Yeah, (laughs) she will. But oh well. Oh well. Since he's having ice cream with Patsy.
2: Patsy Parkinson instead of Pansy Parkinson. Mm-hmm. And Bella wants to go into a that store. That would have to be her aunt? I
1: don't know. Yeah, maybe.
2: Bella's heading into Nocturne Alley. Good
1: cares? And, and he's going, well, I guess I could go in a store with you instead of going for ice cream. That's okay. And then they start going there. And she's like, ah, uh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And she's heading to Borgen and Burks because Rabistan has laid something away for her. Yeah, and he's
2: like the the shopkeeper's like, you're in the wrong shop. And she says, Oh no, I'm not. I'm Bellatrix Black, and you have something for me. And he's, Oh, Miss, ba- I'm sorry. Oh yes, I have it
0: right here. I you love tell how This is how they react. put remember back in Chamber of Secrets mm-hmm. when he was all obsequious, yep, you know. And then mm-hmm. this just leaves, and he's just like, mm-hmm, I'm sure that's not half of what you should
1: be. Yes, Mister Mr. Mr. Borgen is not really as impressed with his customers as he seems.
2: No, he's not. but and she wants to know what it, what Bella got. Bella's not going to tell her yet.
1: It's just so. something she needed for something.
0: I'm sure.
1: Not, uh, yeah. And she's got a new ball gown, which at least is not pink. pink. <laughs> It's Yay! not the color she would have preferred, but all the girls are wearing white to this one, because it's or the ice ball. Yeah.
2: You look fine. Come on, I gotta go. Mom's start screeching.
1: Yes. Don't stay up Serious too late. cleans up really well, apparently. Mm. He's, he's in white Well, I'm tie sure...
0: Basically. Well, of course he does. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And they're like, huh. Our cousin actually looks pretty good. <laughs> Weird. Okay. <laughs>
0: any ideas, please.
2: Mm-hmm. So they're they're watching the dancing from above, and of course it's not nearly as fun without Bella and Sirius. But then Sissy spots Lucius, and that's all she has eyes for.
1: Yeah, he's nice to her and doesn't act like she's some little kid. Mm-hmm. But she's not sure about this Rodolphus guy and why he's interested in Bella so much. Yeah, I mean, both of them are kind of—he's a little bit odd, and mm-hmm. she likes him too, but. Maybe not for the right reasons. In fact, like, yeah, she's kind of using his connections for things. Doesn't really necessarily care about him much.
2: <laughs> and she wakes up the next morning to a silver package from Ted.
1: <laughs> yes, and apparently it's invisible. He it never learns,
0: does he? No, he doesn't.
1: <laughs> he got it from a store with special delivery service. Because I wasn't going to get you anything because it might annoy you, but. Well, I just had to get you this, and it turns out to be a model of the constellation Andromeda.
3: Yeah. So. And, and
1: Sirius surprises her with it and picks up the card, and he's like, oh dear. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, he thinks we're friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you? I don't know. Well, I don't know him very well, and he seems like a good guy, but...
1: You're you're allowed to disagree with Bella if, if you need But anyway, uh, we've got to get dressed because we're having guests for breakfast. And he agrees not to tell anybody that she got this package either.
0: The boys Boys are not quite as evil as one is made out to believe. The blacks, you mean? The boys. The boys. I thought you said Malfoys, and I was like, wait a
1: minute. Chapter 8 is called Branching Out, and the boys, speaking of boys, are still very much interested in Professor Archer. Of course, she's you know blonde and shapely and uh, wanders around in tight robes. Mm-hmm.
0: What more could you ask for? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they could ask for more, but uh, yeah, we don't want to know.
1: That's about, about that. as much as they're going to get. And uh,
2: they, but they take their grades seriously and they're studying. And she tries to work with either Annabelle or Shannon or Adrian. Adrian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Adrian. Adrian. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. But but they're doing a big project now. They want to do a long she wants them to do a long-term research project on some defense project and some defense topic and she's going to draw their partners from a hat basically. Uh-huh. Oh dear. And she's kind of hoping and not hoping that it's Ted. Yeah, that would be awkward, but it might be fun, but no, it would be awkward. And It turns out that she gets paired with Marlene McKinnon, who's a nice enough Ravenclaw girl, doesn't really know much about her. And it turns out she's interested in Egypt, and so Andy suggests Mm. maybe we could do our project on that, because they try and go through a number of possibilities, and it isn't really clicking. Mm -hmm. So they think, well, yeah, we could talk about, you know, the curses they use on their tombs and things like that. So... So that's what they
2: decide to do. And Ted is paired with Severus.
0: That should be interesting.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Snape Snape Severus, Snape.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So she says when he pops by to see what they're doing, she's not going to tell him because then they might steal her idea. Mm-hmm. So she offers, you know, too bad you have to work with Snape because she kind of feels sorry for him. Yeah, well... Uh-huh. At least he'll do his share of the work, and he knows what he's talking about. He's pretty good at this class. Yeah. And then so. he wanders off again before Narcissa can come over.
2: He's that Ravenclaw. He's not a pureblood? No! Oh.
1: No. Oh. Okay. Can you help me with my Wingardium Leviosa? I can't Sh- get to move things. Sure. Yeah. And then Bella has come down to Andy's dorm because she wants to sleep together. Because mm, she's had a nightmare. It's just... All dark and scary, and she wants Andy to promise she won't ever leave her, no matter what Bella might do.
2: Promise? I promise. And now, what's wrong? What happened?
1: She won't she doesn't tell. say anything. No. Time passes in a warm spring, oh. and they can wander around on the grounds when they like and study outside, and it's pretty good. Marlene and Andy have found a spot under a tree to work on their project.
2: And it's and a Hogsmeade weekend, so it's kind of quiet,
1: which is nice.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Marlene, and they seem to work together pretty well, which is nice. And they they maybe become friends, although she doesn't tell anybody in Slytherin about that.
2: No, no, of course not. But Marlene leaves and Ted shows up. She's like, Tonks, you're sitting next to me. Very good, Andy. You're such a clever sort of girl.
1: And Marlene's still there, actually. Is yeah. she? Yeah, she's. Smirking at him, when he says, "Well, you must be, it must be—it must be because of your, you know, pure blood and superior and all that." Mm, that's yeah. right. So, And can... they try and decide what classes they want to take next year. Mm-hmm. And Andy mentions that Bella's said divination is not really any good. He's thinking maybe care of magical creatures and possibly arithmancy. Yeah. And so Andy decides to take ancient runes and arithmancy. She's not going to be shown up by Ted.
2: No. Oh. No. Yeah, he's like, you sure you can keep up? And she's like, piece of cake.
1: He is the most annoying. He likes you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I looked at her with a look of horror.
1: <laughs> Stop talking. Stop talking now.
2: Not like that. I mean, he thinks you're clever. I heard him say so. You're one of the smartest girls in school. Oh.
1: Yeah. And then Bella is not impressed that mm-hmm. she yeah. is studying on a Saturday. <laughs> she's come back from Hogsmeade. Got her a new scarf because she'd spilled ink on Andy's old scarf, or mm-hmm. Andy had, or something.
2: That was uh, my Andy, favorite. Yeah, Andy borrowed it. <clears throat> Sirius comes by. Can I help you, Gryffindor? Did you give my chocolate frogs and ice mice? Was I supposed to? I gave you money.
1: Yes, yes. Your sweets are here. <sighs> and she's bought some books as well, and they are not so nice books. No, they're again. Not.
2: He's like, where did you get these? And she's like, they're a gift from Rodolphus. Maybe you shouldn't have these books.
1: You're boring. And so he goes away. Mm -hmm. And he tries to talk to her about it, but it's nothing. We're just having a bit of fun. They head back in.
2: She's working on her paper, and she's like, yeah. Bella comes and looks over her shoulder and says, you need something more here. She says, yeah, I know, but I can't find anything. We did find
1: one book, but it was in the restricted section, and Professor Archer wouldn't let us get it. So Bella goes and gets one of her other books, which she's just gotten, and they take some interesting things from there, Mm -hmm. and as far as they can tell, they're pretty innocuous things out of the stuff that they can find. But apparently some of the details or phrasing or something reveals to Professor Archer that they've been at a book they shouldn't have seen. Yeah. So she's got it circled in red ink and wants to know where she found it, and Bella comes to the rescue and says it's where a book—a book that I had. Mm-hmm. I got it in an old bookstore. And yeah, she's lying through her teeth. But... Mm-hmm.
2: And so Professor Archer that... says, "I want that book. Bring it
1: to me." Yeah, she's going to confiscate it, and she'll be speaking to the headmaster about this. Mm-hmm. And Andy's going, "What did I write? This, yeah, there wasn't anything weird in the... <laughs> I don't get it."
0: Yeah, what did
2: I do?
1: But she
0: no. doesn't know. And that's... We'll find out, because I want to know.
1: I'm not I sure. I don't know. It's, I haven't read yeah. ahead, so I don't know whether it comes up again or not. I don't
0: remember. I don't either. We should write the author... If we do an author interview, we should write that down as a question. Mm. What exactly? I, uh, what was
1: it about this book?
0: Yeah.
2: What was it? Do you remember that? Write down that question so we can remember
0: if we do get, okay. get a, an will, author interview. I will go write that down.
2: I did uh, reach out to the author of the stories that we're releasing right now, which I'm thinking is Hogwarts House is Divided.
1: Well, yeah. I believe so, yeah.
2: And told her that they were being released and she could have uh, copies if she wants them, and she's going to check, listen to the first one, and get back to me, and I haven't heard back from her, so we'll
3: see what happens.
2: I at least found somebody. Yay! So. Well, it's getting late, and I haven't had dinner. That's not true. I had dinner at lunchtime. We had. New peas and new potatoes. It was yummy. So. I
1: had the second half of a frozen lasagna thing that I had yesterday, and a carrot for most of one, and an ice cream bar.
2: Nice.
0: Ice cream.
2: I had ice cream with nocino and cherries over it. Nocino is liqueur. It's an Italian liqueur that I make made with green walnuts.
0: Isn't that a kind of cherry?
2: <gasps> no. Yeah, this is a really yeah. strong... Liqueur. Oh,
0: that's maraschino.
2: Maraschino, yeah. yeah. This is know, It's quite yummy. And if you sort of simmer the cherries for a little while and then put it over ice cream, it's yummy. So that's what I had before. I didn't have a mic, so I had, I had hard liquor before the podcast.
0: I was drinking that. I was having a uh, vodka and coke because we don't have any rum. That's just sad. You should well, always have rum. I When I get my own place, there will be rum, but... Dad prefers beer, and I'm pretty much the only one that does hard liquor. Well, it's not like Dad doesn't, but he prefers scotch. And that is out of the question. So, yeah. I only get it when I remember to buy it.
2: Yeah. I usually have a bottle of Captain Morgan's. Captain that's Morgan's? True. I think that's right. Captain yeah. Somebody's. Yeah. In my cupboard. So. But I like this. I love that it's from Andy's point of view. Me I like too. seeing the Slytherin side of things and and seeing what happens. You know, we're watching Anna, Bella slowly slide down a really slippery slope, and we're watching Narcissa slide up a slippery slope with Lucius. We haven't seen a whole lot of that yet, but we know that she likes him and he's going to like her because she's the prettiest girl around. and he's So superficial. Shallow that way. He's yeah. just gone. Aww. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just watching Andy cope with this because they're her sisters and she loves them very much but she's also kind of you know, liking Ted and and not like that but enough to go hey, Muggleborns aren't terrible people and he's kind of a nice guy and
0: yeah I like him I'm I'm sure Sirius is helping with that too Mm -hmm.
2: yeah, Sirius will because of James. So it's it's a really interesting point of view, and it's, it's a really interesting study. So I like it. Mm-hmm. And I knew you would like it's it, Mooney, a of because of the Slytherin par-sh part of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yay, good Slytherins.
2: Yay, good Slytherins.
0: Yay, I'm surrounded by Hufflepuffs.
2: You are.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: It used to be the Ravenclaws that were surrounded by Hufflepuffs, but now it's yeah. Slytherins. Yep. But Cora's mm. editing podcast for me, and so she she's always well, like, sti- stick the little slithery. She's playing a game right now. What is Scott eating for dinner? Because yeah. <laughs> apparently Scott eats through the whole podcast, and then the next podcast he eats an apple through the whole podcast. Because I have him eating an apple at one point. I'm like, somebody's really enjoying an apple, and we find out at the end it was Scott.
1: <laughs> so, so I do not remember that. <laughs> I've been trying to be better about muting when I'm eating things. Just, yeah, I figured the carrot would be fairly obvious tonight, so, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm.
2: I got to pick carrots the other day. That was kind of fun. You grow carrots? Yeah, I grow most. Of
0: them. That's awesome.
2: We have a bunch of carrots and peas and potatoes.
0: I love carrots.
2: Carrots are good. They're pretty small yet. They're about four inches long. They're
3: mm-hmm.
1: all right. They need to and be They're my thin. favorites because I can just take one for lunch. I don't have to do anything to it. Mm-hmm.
3: You I like them cooked as well, but
1: usually I don't. I just scrub them a bit. Sometimes yeah. I don't even do that if I'm in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Carrots are good. You just take them and go. We had our first plum off the tree today, and we picked our first tomatoes. We've never had tomatoes in June.
0: Really? Ours are yeah. starting to grow. Speaking of fruits and things, I saw a fig for the first time in my life the other day when oh. some family friends brought them over.
2: The fig tree's full this year.
0: Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, hopefully we'll get them before the birds do because the birds got everything else. Yeah. We barely got blueberries. We didn't get strawberries. We didn't get cherries. So,
0: uh-huh. yeah. yeah.
2: Kind of sad. And I have to go make sure that my trap is still set so maybe I can catch me a skunk. Oh, dear. I know. I'm going to see if maybe I can take some of the salmon skin.
0: We've got, got some spice, life, I guess.
2: salmon, I know. I hate it, but I don't want five big skunks in my chicken coop. That's a bad thing.
0: Now, speaking of salmon skins, Dad has taken to toasting his salmon skins. Gross. Tastes pretty good, actually.
2: Yeah, I don't like skin.
0: Hmm. I don't either, but it gets, like, all, like, crackery. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. Yeah. So, anybody else want to say anything about these chapters?
0: Well, I
1: think that's about it. We're sort of building up to things at this mm-hmm. point. Yes. All a lot of it is kind of setting the stage for stuff. We're Next starting to get some batch interesting batches, glimpses of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Next we're going we're we doing nine through sixteen or
3: mm-hmm. something, something like, that. like that. Yeah.
1: You kind of wish that, you know, we could uh, figure out what's wrong with Bella and turn things around a little bit, but this is going to be a canon story, so not so much unfortunately.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Bella's gonna be Bella. Yep. I'm glad I have Bella sound effects.
0: <laughs> oh dear. She sounds like the Wicked Witch of the West.
2: <laughs> yeah, well when I do it. But the sound effect when I put it in there will sound good.
1: Well, in that case, I think we're wrapping up our episode of Potter Creek Weekly. This is our first on this story, so hopefully you've enjoyed it so far and we'll come back and Listen to the next one with us. Mm-hmm. So, from the Potterfick Weekly Studios, which are really not in Fargo, North Dakota, I'm Scott.
0: <laughs> I'm Sue. And I'm Mooney.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Good night. Good night. Good night.